Hey everybody, Jason the Angry Wargamer here, and I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who supported us on Kofi after the last episode. If you want to check it out, go to beacons.ai slash angrywargamer, and all of our links are right there. Listen to this new episode. You'll like it. Welcome everybody to another Angry Warby Gamer. Let's do that again. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another Angry Wargamer podcast. I'm your host, Jason the Angry Wargamer. And Lou Lou. Drew fuck man, I can't get this right. Let's start over again. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another Angry Wargamer podcast. This is the third fucking time. We had Drew and Lando here. And we are in person. We're recording. And it's great. It's not <laughs> yeah. normal people. It's normal people. And we're back at it. So yeah. let's go. Fuck yeah. Oh my god. So, I've had a ton of shit going on. I know you guys have had a ton of shit going on. Well, Lando's had a ton of shit going on. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, I, I, honestly, like, I don't even know where to fucking start. Like, I've literally... So I picked up the new Diamond and Pearl... I picked up the um, Nintendo uh, Plus expansion. I picked up. That's it. That's all I've picked up. <laughs> that's all I've picked up. So um, there's that. Um, and honestly, the last like two days, three days, two days, right? Today's Saturday. Saturday the. 20th. 20th. November 20th of 2020. All right, got, got it out of the way in the front end. I yeah, love it. After fucking up the intro three times. Yeah! This is, this is what, I'm leaving that in, guys. I'm leaving it in. So anyway. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, that's all I've really been doing. Like, I haven't really been doing shit else. If you want to take it next to Orlando, you had the most, second busiest uh, time since we last recorded. Yeah, fucking hell. So... <laughs> I didn't show up these past few weeks because I got into a car accident last month. Everything was going okay. <clears throat> till the insurance company told me they weren't fixing the car. So they decided to pay me what the car was worth, which didn't cover the entirety of the fucking loan. As insurance does. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, you jack-offs. <laughs> but... Yeah, uh, I was able to at least get a car after everything came out, too. No thanks to them, so I guess there's that. So, you know, we're back in town, boys. Saddle up, we're moving up! Anyway, um, <laughs> um, as far as my life's concerned, new job on the horizon. As far as gaming stuff, um, I... Uh, Bought into the Oculus Quest 2. Picked that up a couple days ago. Um, it's an interesting experience so far. I haven't gotten any games for it yet. Um, I, I mean, the, the system itself was $299. I think it was $250 after all the rebates and shit. Or the, the coupons I had. You bitch. I love the reverb too. Uh, anyway, um, 
Other than that, I got some pre-release packs for Midnight Hunt and uh, Crimson Vow. I got four Mythics out of the pre-release pack for Crimson Vow, which was lovely. And I got the uh, um, two Crimson Vow uh, Commander decks as well. So, no complaints on that. Other than that, uh, not much else is going on, just other than my usual... Uh, you know, brewing and stuff that I do with MTG. So, yeah, that's all I got. Oh, uh, I did get uh, Mario Party Superstars. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was before the accident, but I got it anyway, which it ended... Okay, so this is probably late for me to say, but I will just go ahead and say, it. if you're a fan of Mario Party, get this fucking game. It is the... It is the hardest nostalgia boner you will fucking get just by playing this thing. Just oh, the title screen alone had me hit hit me hard in the fucking in the fucking heart in the nostalgia feels. All right, the the op the intro sequence. I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? They're talking about the pipe, the island, like it's all Mario Party One's main menu and shit, and the story all over again. It was, it, it had me feeling like a kid. Then, um, every time you play a board, uh, which by the way, it's two two. They, they added the retro levels though, right? It's all retro. Oh. It's all retro. When you boot up a board, they just start they show a photo of the of the OG board just to hitch keeps hitting you in the feels every nice. single time. All 100 mini games are from the 10 Mario Party games. Like so there's a little bit from every single series doesn't matter if you're a f if you're a fan in one in particular there's likely some love from that particular Mario Party. Though now I do have some gripes for it but I before I say anything on the gripes I just want to let people know I fucking love this game. <laughs> fuck My kids have been like on a Mario trip lately. I had to get him the Mario uh like Lego thing which is by the way, it's cool as fuck. So it's got this little Mario, right? And it's yeah. got this light underneath. You put two AAA batteries in it, and it reads cute like um, barcodes that are on like the Goombas and stuff. And yeah. like you can go and it'll like it'll make the sound. So like you hit the block, it'll give you a coin sound. If you if you put them on top of the Goombas like barcode, it'll make the you know the, the stomping sound. The stomping <laughs> sound, yeah. It, and then when you get to the end, it plays the little like logo and does the the ending series. And it's cool because like it comes like a bunch of different like you can create your own like 3D like Mario course, which I think is cool. Obviously, you're moving it with your hands, but dude, that's what Lego is. Yeah, exactly. And like, and my kid likes it, so I'm like, eh, whatever. I can that's, that's more cool. for more for Christmas stuff. So that's cool shit. Yeah, I gotta get that. He's been watching a lot of like. Mario Kart and uh, Mario Party like videos like on YouTube. He's like, it's Mario. Like he's like obsessed with Mario right now. So I'm like, e yes, let's take full advantage of this. <laughs> and and I can no longer play video games. So like Pokemon with Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, like he's making me play video games. He did comment though. He goes, why are you so small? Because you know Sword and Shield, you're the bigger character. Yeah, they're yeah. full sized models. Yeah. While Diamond and Pearl went so even, back to the uh, even a four, even a four year old noticed the, the, the even small knows drop. there's something off about it. Right. 
Right. <laughs> but before we talk about that, let's go ahead and uh, discuss uh, some particular topics, my don't we? I mean, it is a topic, isn't it? Oh, we're, we're, I mean, if you want to talk start, about it care. now... Yeah, if you want to start with Nintendo stuff, let's get yeah, it out of the way now. If you want to talk about Brilliant Diamond Because Orlando's here, you're waiting for him to talk about about Nintendo stuff with him here. What, so. was the, what was the other topic we missed last time? We were going to talk more further about uh, the, the expansion. Right. And then I ended up getting it. <laughs> you can do what you want to do, no matter how <laughs> fucking weird it seems. Again, we'll see what happens after your so, year, how you feel about it. Yeah, we didn't cover the we didn't really cover the expansion last time because like it was. Well, I mean, we kind of did, right? It we was did. Up, we, we talked. Up, we talked about the price. We didn't. Most of us didn't we agree. We were speculating on the price because we weren't sure right. until it came out. Now that it is obviously out, and we know it's fifty dollars. It was fifty bucks for the family, or is it fifty bucks for the individual? Fifty for the individual, and I think it's seventy, 70 for, for the, the family. Yeah, yeah, no, fuck that. Yep, and then uh, so I bought into it, but I bought into it at the twenty dollars price point that I said I was going to buy into it at. It. So after jumping through some hoops and getting some credits and doing all that shit, yeah, basically you lawyered the shit out of it. I used like <laughs> I used like ten dollars in credit, and I was already paid up for the year. So, like. It wasn't much, right? Yeah. And then, um, but like when the seventy dollars comes around, it needs to be worth it then, right? Yeah. But like I, Absolutely. I said it before, like now I'm stuck into it because once you, sorry, once you upgrade to the expansion, you can't roll it back. There's no rolling it back now, and it's in their like service thing. It says these are discontinued services now. So like once you upgrade to the expansion. You are stuck in the expansion, and if you're out, like you're completely out of the online. So I, no, that's fine. If at the end of everything, if that's what ends up fucking happening, because I don't think it'll affect anything. Uh, like I, I don't think it'll think affect anything with Battle.net, will it? What do you mean with the there's with certain, Diablo? Well, so there's certain games that you don't I gotta need. Bring it. I gotta bring my fucking Switch to your place. It just doesn't work for me. What do you mean? He it doesn't even work with online. me offline. It doesn't work for me at all. He's having issues. He got Diablo 2. Oh. I got it and I wanted to play, but... It, it won't let you in? It won't. It doesn't. The uh, The farthest thing I got was the intro screen. With the, was the intro cutscene. Which, by the way, I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. I, the the cutscenes for Diablo 2, I didn't even remember. I saw these and I was like... I don't remember this. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Andrew was fucking yeah. railing on me for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've already beaten. I've already beaten through. I'm already in nightmare mode with one of my characters, and I've just been farming because it's so damn easy to do. Yeah, it's the so. There's certain games I, that take the online, and if you need Nintendo Online, um, then you can't play them. So I don't know if Diablo is one of them. Let me look. I don't think it is because if it's like Fortnite, you don't need Nintendo Online to do Fortnite. I don't think because Fortnite's a separate. Well, Fortnite has an online component, which is the multiplayer, but it also has a single player uh, campaign that most people don't fucking bother. Yeah, but I'm just saying I think because it's a third party game, they can't link it into it. I think the Nintendo Online only covers in 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 house IPs, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, because I don't use the online very often, it's something that doesn't really really bother me that much. Same. You know, I'd like to get back to playing Streets of Rage with all the new fucking characters. I haven't even touched that game since. And let's do that. That'd be nice. Um, as Streets of Rage, they put it out. They put out the original one on the online on the NES for the not NES for the Sega side. 
Yeah, for and I've been the, playing that, so I, <laughs> it, it, that's fun. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, as far as the expansion pack, I, I'm going to say the same thing I said before. It's not worth the fucking money, and it's even less worth to me now if it's going to lock me out of a situation where I can't go back. I have to keep going forward with that stupid program. I'm like, I'm not paying 50 bucks a year to do that shit. There's a reason I went on a monthly plan in the first fucking place. Right now I'm paid up to like April because I've been doing the, the three month cards and just buying it buying into those because they're so cheap. Yeah. I'm so, not going to, I'm not going to try and even attempt to do that. Now, if they go and fucking get rid of those cards to try and force says, people to do it. It says the only games right now that I think require it are going to be or Animal Crossing. That's if you want to use the online features to it. Otherwise, you can still play on uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Same thing if you want to use the online features. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate online features. And Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. That one makes no sense to me. That's entirely a local uh, multiplayer. Oh, wait, that's right. I forgot. They did. They actually added online multiplayer to I'm so, 3D I'm shocked World. Pokemon isn't part of that, too. Pokemon's not on there, and um, Mario Party is not on there. That's wild. That's weird, because, yeah, you can play online, and, like, the, uh, the actual legit online that people have been begging from Nintendo for years. Unless there's more that I'm just not seeing. Yeah, this is from not. the official Nintendo site. Well, if, that's, it's, if, it's, if that's what they're saying, we have to go by what they're saying. Yeah. Whatever whatever value that may hold. And then obviously the online, actual online games like Pac-Man 99, all of the... Dude, I gotta download s- that. All of the, sp- the specific Switch online stuff. I, I, played I, enjoyed, it, I played it once. I enjoyed Tetris 99. I don't see why not. I enjoyed that too. I managed to get second place on that one. I like time. Tetris 99 nice. too. Yeah. It was the, the other one was Mario, wasn't it? Mario 35. 35, yeah. Yeah, but that's no longer available. Well, I mean, I have it. You have it, but you can't technically play it. Oh. That one I got fifth place in. Those were fun. I actually placed first once. Nice. Good job. So anyway, yeah, the individual is $49.99 and the family is $79.99. So 80 bucks for the family plan and 50 bucks if you're doing one account. Yeah, I'll fucking pass. Thanks. Yep. That's why I'll stick with Here, mine. Here's the kicker, though. if Because the family package, you're allowed to have eight Nintendo account holders. So, like, I only have two. I'm about to have three. So if I really wanted to, I could split it with other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm not... It's not <laughs> necessary. It's not necessary, yeah. But, yeah, the other one is, what, $20 for 12 months or thirty four ninety nine for the family? My son so. barely. My son uses the online features so rarely at this point. It just doesn't fucking matter. So the the big selling point, which a lot, I think a lot of it sucked in a lot of people, was the uh, Animal Crossing expansion. You right. Got it, yeah. You that got case, it for free. Yeah, that's what they said. Right. So I mean, good on you if you're an Animal Crossing. But fan. individually, that it was like a thirty five dollar expansion. Didn't so they just give you access to their fucking museum, and that's it. It was like a museum, and like so you get a different island, and you can do like curate islands now. They also introduced uh, a playable mini games in that yeah. as well. So, hey, not the. It's something akin to like the OG Animal Crossing, where you could get uh, like min, uh, arcade mini games. If uh, yeah, it, yeah. If I was gonna get into Animal Crossing, that would be what I would get into the GameCube one that has the mini game, the the actual arcade games. Yeah, and I don't need to play online. I don't give a shit. 
Yeah, it's, so I have, I have Animal a, Crossing. I think I've only ever had two people visit my island. Right. Like, I don't join forums to get people to come to my island and shit, because I'm not, I don't play it that often. Right. But it's like, I mean, now I have it, so now, like, I gotta check out the expansion, right? Yeah. Here's, here's the fucked up part. So, I bought the OLED, right? And I have, I when was the last time I recorded? After I bought it? I think, yeah. So anyway, so I bought that, but I trans I finally transferred everything over. I transferred all the save files over. Here's the problem. I forgot to say to send this the save file for Animal Crossing, but Animal Crossing does it on its own. So like I have to log into Animal Crossing on the new system, log into Animal Crossing on the old system, and then transfer it through the Animal Crossing game. Oh no shit. Otherwise I have to completely restart my island. Jesus. I mean, I don't know. I was only tempted to ever get Animal Crossing because I thought of, hey, if everyone is trying to make their islands as beautiful as possible, is it possible you could do the complete opposite? Yes. <laughs> make a desert resort? Yes. Put Gan- make a Ganondorf-style Gerudo desert. The problem is, is that you have to decorate the island to get, the, to get certain features. So you'd have to get up to a certain feature level that and then destroy Eddie. the whole thing. Yeah, it's possible. It's very possible. <laughs> ah. You and your minimalist thought process. Of course, it would transfer over to gaming. The problem is with Animal Crossing, though, is that everybody who played the game time traveled and I didn't time travel. So all these people had like these elaborate fucking islands and all this stuff because of time travel. And here's my dumbass playing the game like, oh, do do do, playing it legit. Gotta wait for spring. <laughs> Gotta wait for Halloween to get the Halloween stuff. To be fair, it's not really that. Get it's not really that aspect of me wanting. To, it's because um, I believe New Leaf had Ganondorf as an actual Easter egg in the game. Oh, that's nice. Where he moves in and he's just like, I'm here. I'm an asshole. Oh. So I'm gonna kick over your. Pants. I found the, I found the dread amiibos. They were just sitting. I didn't. I oh, I got. I got it. them when I got. That, let's talk about that. that was Metroid Dread. The Metroid Dread. Yeah. You want to talk with them about Dread as well? Because oh, you two were nerding out about my. That. Well, we shot. We shit on journalists last time. It's true. So and we we're did. still going to. Yeah, we I mean, are still fair. shitting on journalists. Anyway, so did you ever beat the game? No. I'm still not. at the end boss. No, that's what happens. I get to the end boss. I play it for like three days. Get fucking frustrated with Raven the end boss. Ravenbeak is a bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and the, I already, we already, I already complained about the inputs. So like the controller input. So I have to play it like actually handheld. Yeah. And I fucking hate it because then I start to panic and I start doing stupid shit and I'm flying into him instead of flying around him. So it's like, yeah, no. I just I, I need to fucking calm down and my ADD ass won't let me calm down with that much shit going on on the screen. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ravenbeak has a, requires a lot of motherfucking patience to deal with. Well, that and I forget what fucking buttons to push. Yeah, the time. right. <laughs> I was, that was my other complaint was there's too many buttons, but that's like a me thing. It's not like yeah, a, it's not the game accessibility it's, thing. No, yeah. it's not the game's fault on yeah. that. You just have to learn to learn to uh, accustom and customize yourself with how uh, with how the layout is. And Jesus Christ, that game is so. I was riding on it the mo- the the moment I started playing because the first thing I was um surprised with was the narration, the opening cutscene. You're playing. You're you're just thinking that it's just you know just some random computer. Narr- oh, what Samus is narrating? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's new. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 
Apparently, Samus had something to say. Okay. And that's the thing that I really like during the middle of the game where you meet that old Chozo. Yeah. And Samus actually fucking talks. And not only talks, she can actually speak their fucking language. I'm like, I love this attention to detail. I fucking love it. The- and fuck the Emmys. Well, oh, my God. <laughs> Towards the end of the game where I was like, man, this fucking computer's been shit talking me all game. And then you realize the fucking computer is fucking the Raven. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker. I was like, he's been leading me all. No wonder he was shit talking me the whole fucking time. Like, this is we, his fault. We should have noticed because the clue was right there at the very beginning. Because when the computer is talk, when Adam is talking to you, yeah. he refers to you as lady. And the moment you get onto the planet, that stops. You are called Samus the, the entire, entire time. time. Yep. And you don't even notice because yes, you know you're Samus. So it's like it makes sense. Why would why would Adam not refer to you as Samus, Samus. until? The veil, uh, the veil comes off. I've been talking to you Dude. this whole time. And that was the worst part. It took me to the end of the game to realize that that motherfucker was leading me on the whole exactly time. Exactly. Right. Like I didn't, I didn't catch it. Like I, I was, was just like, this computer's got some balls. I was like, what the f- when? Like when did this happen? This is like Cortana, like shit talking Master Chief. Like that was like next level shit. I was not ready for it. And then like fucking, uh, and then right at the end, he just fucking. Stripped the veil off, and I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Spoilers oh if you haven't caught on to it yet. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, please. Okay, we're, fine. We're, 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 we're spoiling we the goddamn journalist that can't make it past the second <laughs> Emmy. Well, I didn't know this, but I was shit-talking that one journalist, and then Drew tells me afterwards that that was actually a game developer. The fucking, um, you said the it was God like, of War game the God, developer. Yeah, the God of War game developer that was shit-talking Metroid. And I was like, you're a fucking game developer and you've never played a fucking Metroid game? I was like, what kind of developer are you? Like, <laughs> the look, the, look, the challenge rating definitely went up and most people will, will admit that. Most Metroid fans will admit faster. that. It got faster. That was, was the, the kicker. What? The, it did not... It's just like the it's just like those fast paced hack and slash games. Right. It's not when you compare it to Dark Souls. Dark Souls is slower. It's it, it, it built it runs on the stamina system, but it it's the char- the enemies are generally designed around that. And the same thing happened with Metroid Dread. They pumped up the speed and gave Samus much more maneuverability to compensate for the sheer aggressiveness that the enemies have in the game. In particular, the enemies, because they're a fucking nightmare when you have to deal with them at the very beginning. <laughs> Not even the very beginning, though. The ones that get, like, the different abilities. Oh, the one yes. that The one that fucking took me the longest to get around was the one that could see through walls. Because not only could they see you through walls, they could hit you through walls and stun you, and then be on top of you before the stun the, wore off. The one that got me was the one where you had to deal with while being underwater before they got the gravity suit. That was the fucking nightmare. Because no matter how, no matter how you try to avoid it, your jumping is reduced, your speed is reduced, and even when they catch you, your timing is off. Mm-hmm. Because you can't... Because even if you master it, the master of parrying the Emmys. I never did it. I couldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> it's nope. difficult, but you can do it. There are people that have done so. Right. They've mastered it, but it's it's way harder to do it when you're underwater. So that one, I just like it. They caught me like four or five times, and then I literally had to look at the map and be like, "All right, 
I'm going for that door. And then just booked it for that door. Like, <laughs> there wasn't like, like once you were in there, like you didn't have time to jump around. Like you had to go for the fucking door and then get out of that room. Cause that was the only way to get away from that one. Yep. But yeah. The fucking, and then the other one that could freeze you if it saw you. Yeah. I was like, miss motherfucker. <laughs> I hate the hyper beam was like the Omega beam. Just, it was such a cock tease. <laughs> like you have to go. The first one's free. Right. The se- but every single other one you had to go to this uh the central core destroy the damn thing and then you get the omega beam and it's literally only used for the enemy I mean, that's stalking you in the area. Yep. That's it. And it's such a tease because it's powerful as shit. Yep. But it's only used on the Emmy. The the thing that the thing that that, that cracked me up was when they shut off the Emmys. After you meet the Chozo, yeah, he shuts them off and they stay off for a little bit, yeah. And that... then you're like, and then you're like hopping around. You're like, oh, they're all off. And then all of a sudden they turn back on. And you're like, motherfucker! <laughs> like I haven't <laughs> ran from one in a long ass time, and now I gotta learn how to rerun from these motherfuckers. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> you're so you're so used to going around those areas, the Emmys. You're basically giving them the middle finger because yeah. they can't move. Fuck you! We're done with you, shit. Yo. And then when you get to that point in the game, oh. They're on now. No, I didn't mean it. God damn it, Ed. He killed me. And they're like fucking lions, too, because they always go to the goddamn neck every single time. They go for the throat, and it's... It was... I think by that time, there was only three left, right? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're around three left. And no, they're more like the fucking alien. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what they remind me of. They're the, other thing that, the other thing that I thought was cool is they brought back the, uh, the X-Gene. Yes. Which was cool, but they didn't do anything with it. They're just like, oh, the X gene showed up. No, be- no, because it's technically if it, okay, if you're a diehard Metroid fan, it's a continuity uh, thing from uh, Metroid Fusion. Right. So it's some this this was a plot point that was never um, addressed. Yeah. <clears throat> so and there never- were points when you fought X parasites in Dread. I saw some of the bosses where you had to fight them and and crack the. Their outer shell to get the the gene the, the parasite within so you can get uh, upgrades. Right. But the yeah. but well, remember but you the computer tells you that you have to destroy the fucking planet because like, you'll find you you eventually find out that the X parasites spread to the point where they essentially cover the entire planet. Right. Oh no shit. Yeah. yeah. All the enemies are no longer like they aren't the natural enemies anymore. They're it's, all just X gene. They're all they're parasites. 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 Oh boy. But it's cool because, like, every time you kill one, you get stuff back. Like, you got health back, you got It's a combination of back. health, armor, and missile upgrades. Getting, I love the fact that they stacked the, wep- the, stacked the weapons this time. Because <laughs> some, some Metroid games, you don't get the, the, you don't, the weapons don't stack. You have to toggle between them. But in this particular game, the weapons just stack that... I need that because I'm not going to want to use the regular missiles after I get the super missiles. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. Sounds like a blast. Like I said, Samus Returns is when I kind of just stepped away from it. It was two Twitch reflexes for me, and I'm just like, this is not... This isn't way. This isn't the way I play. I love the story, and I I watch playthroughs of both Dread and uh, Samus Returns. Great games. I like this. The speed was what got me, and I... at first, I was like, oh, this is moving kind of slow. And then you hit that first Emmy. I'm talking about within, like, minutes of starting the game. Yep. You hit that first Emmy, and that sets the pace for the rest of the fucking game. It was so fast. 
Oh, I loved it. Took yeah. me three days to get to the final boss. <laughs> I don't blame you. It ain't no fucking easy. It's not an easy trip to make. And then it started the fucking controversy on how journalists are getting pissed off that there's why is there no difficulty option in fucking Metroid Dread? Why isn't this easier? Blah blah blah. And all I gotta say that I'll, I'm just gonna say this because you already know I had a rant about this shit before. If you are not enjoying a game because it's too hard, you don't like the game. Move on. Animal Crossing hey, is waiting. What we, ah, we didn't go that far. But yeah, <laughs> me and Drew basically had the same the same point. So, yeah. Yeah. That that situation again, we we kind of beat it into the ground in the last last record. Yeah, just uh. Well, I'm, you, cool. you, I'm glad we agree people, on that. Come, people are the ones who hold their own leashes, and they don't understand that they're the ones who are leading themselves in these situations and these wild fucking goose chases. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking argue with people. If they're gonna do dumb shit, and my 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 feelings about journalists are the same scenario, but with more bells and wh- more more steps. But anyway, yeah, Nintendo doing Nintendo things. So how do you feel? How did you feel about? Uh, um, Shining Diamond and Splendid Pearl, whatever the fucking game. Brilliant called. Diamond and Shining Pearl. So, um, I was I've been spoiled by new gen games. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, you it's posted that on the group. What the fuck did that mean? Um, so Sword and Shield, if you had noticed, you have access to your Pokebank at all times. Yeah, you don't have that access anymore. You have to go back to the the PC. old way. Go yeah. back to the PC and get stuff. So that's that's still there. Um, I forgot how often you get paralyzed in Diamond and Pearl. Like, everything's an electric type. <laughs> like, everything feels like it's an electric type. So, I you know, you got to carry the paralyzed heels. Um, I don't remember them being able to follow you around. No, that was, a f- that was a feature that was added okay. into the game. There was, a li- there was a limited feature where there was a certain park where Pokemon can follow you, but there were only cute Pokemon that could be a lot. And it was a very, right. very limited number of Pokemon. I'm assuming that it was... The park is still there. Which is probably useless now. Well, you have to use the park to be able to unlock the feature for them to follow you everywhere. Oh, okay. So it's a one-time thing. And it's thing, still and then- only certain Pokemon. They still have to be... I think you have to be a certain friendship level to follow you around. So, like, my starter is following me around because it's my starter. Right? Yeah. So. But how's the gameplay otherwise? Everything where you want it to be? Everything feels normal. Like yeah. It's uh, a Pokemon game. Yeah, it's a Pokemon game. Are they the- doing Mega Evolutions? No. no. Are they doing anything? For, no. For it's no. just vanilla. For, yeah, from what I've been told. Well, it's, it's vanilla, but they're game. giving you... Like, they give you Mew, and they give you Jirachi... And that's, that's, if you have the save, sh- that's if you have the save files, right? Yeah, right. Kind of like they did with uh, Sword and Shield if you have uh, Let's Go Eevee and, and uh, Let's, Let's Go right, Pikachu. Right. And they're giving you, they give you a Manaphy egg. Yeah, oh, the Manaphy nice. egg. Well, that makes sense because the Manaphy egg is not possible to obtain otherwise. Because the way they the way it was done originally was that you needed a copy of Pokemon Ranger on the, yeah. on the DS. Yeah. And you would need to have you need to have beaten the game, and then you transfer the egg into your copy of Diamond and Pearl. Right. That would be the only way to get it. And since technically the Switch and the DS cannot communicate with each other, uh, you might as well throw a free egg. Why not? Right. Sure, so and not? they also have they also I don't remember Poketech. You got me, dude. 
So Poketech is this thing where it gives you a calculator, the time, it gives you... Oh, that's the Poketch from the DS. It's the DS feature that they... Oh, the bottom screen? Yeah. Okay. So since, you know, Switch doesn't have a double screen, they just give you something that resembles it. I also don't remember if that gen was the gen where they took the HMs and made them usable anywhere. I thought they were still attached to a Pokemon. No, they were attached to a Pokemon still in that generation. So now they give you the HMs and you just walk up to whatever the thing is. If you can use the HM and it'll just, it'll make a Bidoof fucking do whatever move it is. Strength. um, I think that's something akin to what, uh, what, Let's go Pikachu and Eevee did where they can do uh previous HMs without taking up a move slot. Right. Yeah. It's fine because so, you don't have to have the HM slaves anymore. Right, exactly. No, you, you technically do. You can it's also just that access pound of the HMs anymore. Fly Pikachu! Get the goddamn balloon! Yes. You can also access the online features without having to go to the Pokemon centers. You can do them anywhere on the map. Which yeah, is cool. Helpful. That's I mean that's right. a that's a nice little uh uh, lifestyle change. Yeah, because that, that's a holdover from Sword and Shield because you can just use online wherever. You don't have to be anywhere to do it. Right. Well, as nice. long as you were in the wild area. Right. Yeah, if you were outside the wild area, it didn't have any, any effect on you. You can also do uh, play alone, local play, or online play for the underground, um, which the underground was only local play. No, for, it, had, there was an it, online. Had, it had an online feed component. In fact, it was... At the time, before uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, the only way to catch Spiritomb, because you needed to interact right. with at least thirty-three other players before you can uh, unlock Spiritomb. Yeah. Right. So, um, and they have these new areas in the underground, which was part of the trailer. So it's like little rooms. So you have your map where you kind of like you know wind your way around. They still have the breaking the gems and stuff. You find statues this way and, well, fossils, obviously, but you find statues now that you can put into your base. I haven't unlocked the base yet. I'm only three gyms in. Okay. So I'm not... Oh, how was was Fantina? I just got done with her, I think. No. Yeah. Third gym. That's Fan... No, wait. No, no, no. No. It's Diamond and Pearl. She's the fifth gym. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I met her because she's the one that... Uh, disappears from the town when you do the uh, contest. Yeah. So the contest is dumb. I don't like this. I thought the contest was a little bit more intense. Or am I thinking of a different game? You might be thinking of a different game. Yeah. Because this one was just a. It's like a little dance thing. Like it's like. Yeah, you're you thinking of uh, Ruby and Sapphire. That had a yeah. re- that had a really good. Um, it, that was where it started, and it, surprisingly enough, it was still better than what they brought out next. Shut up, Orlando, and make Phoebus feel pretty. No, <laughs> do it. It's no, a pretty I, fish. No, I would rather have it be smart. There, you will never live up to your potential. <laughs> yes. No, like it was just—it's weird because it's like uh, a dance, dance revolution type thing, where it's like you just have to line up the circle with the, like you know, the beat note to the circle and like that's it mm. and i'm just like that doesn't uh, that's not as bad as generation five where they had the dance contests where you had to dress up your pokemon yeah and the, that was fun <laughs> that was more fun than this that's that, that was, was more intricate that was stupid to me it was it, dumb but it was still fun how all you did was just watch them dance I'm just saying. I mean, it could be worse it could be uh black and white where they had the, it was a black two and white two where they had the movies 
Yeah, that was black two and white two. Black two, two yeah. <sighs> no. So, I mean, it wasn't bad to me because other than Pokemon World Tournament, you had some cameos from like other gym leaders from other regions, like Sabrina. You find out, wait, Sabrina's an actress? Oh my god. I like Dude, the way I, that, Sab- I love the sprite work on Sabrina, man. I, I met Sabrina before the second gym, and I was like, "Oh fuck, that's right, she's in this game." Like, <laughs> is she? Yeah, I don't remember Sabrina being. in Sabrina the- is definitely in this game. She's she gives you part of your Pokétech stuff. That's weird. That is kind of interesting. I'm glad they had the cameo though. Yeah, that's- no, she's a, she's one of the bosses too. How? Like she's in, there's an area where you meet her now in in this game. Okay, I. I don't ask questions. I just... I'm not it. I have to ask the questions. I don't have the game. Well, I'll get there eventually, all right? Because <laughs> fuck. God. I have to let a four-year-old fucking break bricks half the, t- half the day, all right? Leave me alone. <sighs> the, statues are, the statues are cool, though, but you have to buy pedestals for the statues, which you have to turn in the different gems to get the pedestals, which... Uh, Do you still have to remove, uh, remove boulders and shit by uh, finding other people's flags? I haven't gotten that far. I don't even have a base yet. Oh. So. He probably has to eventually. Yeah, at some point I will. Yeah. That was so annoying. I I didn't, I never had enough people who were playing the game to be able to get enough flags. Yeah. It was annoying. Yeah. It was and I love that series. It was probably one of my one of my, one of my favorites, especially Platinum. Platinum was so much fun. They they also added in, you can change your uh, outfit. Well, okay. That's good. That's cool. That's in, yeah. I mean, that's a. Uh... I'm glad at the very least some of the elements from the more modern games are. So they change. So you have your little chibi guy that runs around, right? Which if they, if they remake every game with this little chibi thing, like all the old games, I'm good with that because it's an upgrade from what they used to be. Right. Yeah. If you're talking about the older ones, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about short and shield going backwards, but when you get into the fight screens, it's the short, the sword and shield fight screens. So it's like full blown, like adults, and like you can see the other like the other thing behind them and then like the moves are I mean the moves are similar, but it's not the same. So they're obviously reused some of it. They but f- yeah, they they enhance they they enhance the uh the special effects because that's that's the easiest way they can go about it, but I'm assuming yeah. the animations of the Pokemon are still the same. Oh yeah. Very uh, much and very from what I've seen, uh the they the Pokemon don't scale in size, which is unfortunate. Yeah, they do. I've I've seen screenshots of the Steelix looking like Steelix looks way taller than a Pikachu, and I've seen that comparison on there, and it shows there's almost no difference. Mm. Like the way this, the way they scale the Pokemon is really bad from what I've seen. Possibly, I mean, the height differences like uh, a Machoke is shorter than a Luxray, right? And you can definitely tell the difference between that. But like a Machamp and a Luxray, the Machamp is taller than the Luxray. It doesn't. It doesn't look like it. Like say, like the Luxray is like an inch tall, and then Machoke's like three, like three inches taller than it. Like, it's hardly. It, a it's harder to tell the difference. Yeah. But you can tell that there's a size difference. Okay. It's not. It's not as, as like, you know, Steelix fucking Onyx is like twelve feet fucking tall. He's thirty feet tall. Okay. Right. 30 feet tall, he looks tall as he takes up more of the other side of the screen, but what your character's closer to you, so it tries to give that like objective look where the Onyx still looks bigger than your Pokemon, but your Pokemon's closer, so it kind of like gives you that it gives you the distance vibe. Yeah. But it's still I... not like you know, you can tell a difference, but it's not like an elaborate difference. 
like it would be in Sword and Shield, where it should have been something akin to like Battle Revolution or uh, you know, the Gen Three uh Coliseum and XD Gale Antarctus, because especially when you fucking see that Whale Lord, Jesus, oh my <laughs> God, that would have been amazing, but no, 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 I don't know. It's it's uh it's fun because it's Pokemon. But and they've made a lot of like small little lifestyle changes that to me I'm like I don't remember this I don't remember this but then I remember shit like having to hunt down Burmese and fucking combies and Vespa queens ah. out of the fucking honey trees and I'm like fuck this game I hate this game because let me guess do they still take actual real time hours yes ah. <laughs> How do they yes. handle berries in that game? You just you have to plant them, and then you're... Is there plots, or do you have a... Like wherever you pick them from. Okay. You pick them, and you can, you can plant them again there. And they added puffins, to No, the puffins, no, were, puffins in the game. were in there in the original. And the cooking... They have, like, a little cooking minigame now. No, remember? that was in there in the original, too. Was it? Yep. I don't remember. I, I never did the puffins. puffins. Those were fun. I've been fucking them all up, man. <laughs> I've had, I had a spicy puffin. That was the best one I did. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else has been burnt to shit. I don't know. That's fair. Um, what else? They Fairies are so much easier to make. So, I gotta. I'll find that. I'll find the video. Sabrina's in the game. I'm shocked by that yeah. because she was never in the original. Uh, I know Jasmine is, but that's because she, she she's only by I believe Sunny Shore City, where she gives you the waterfall HM. But fucking Gyarados learns waterfall. Yeah, and that's and, and Salamence learns fly naturally, your point. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems weird. Not every not everyone's going to use a Gyarados. That's that's the point of it. Yeah. And hell, Waterfall used to be CK and, I forgot, and Goldine's I forgot move. this fucking game had the red Gyarados. I don't know why I forgot that. That's the beginning and <laughs> it's it's supposed to be a callback to Gen 2. That that's all it was supposed to be. If you're telling me the Gyarados actually appears, that's pretty cool. I haven't, like I said, I haven't gotten there yet, but I, I know the originals, there was none. Here's, here's the funny thing too. So people have been soft resetting to get the shiny starters. Uh-huh. The, the, the lowest I've seen is 132 soft resets. Damn, that's quick. That's what I'm saying. It used to be in like the thousands. Yeah. Because and then I think, I think there's, they're running the, the odds with the modern odds. Well, not even that. I've seen people start the game after getting their starter, running into a shiny star, um, what is it? The not star Raptor. What's the star? Starly. 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 So like they start the game before they can even catch Pokemon. The first Pokemon they can see is a shiny Starly and it's happened multiple times. That's a fuck up. I'm that, it, sure it's a fuck up. No, they did that in the original. You can encounter a shiny Starly before catching it. They did that, and that they is, did, and they did that in uh, that is a uh Ruby right Sapphire there. and Dude, Emerald too. You're telling <laughs> me, you? man. Like I'm like, what the fuck? Ru- it's the same thing with Ruby Sapphire and Emerald, where you could catch no, where you where when you're fighting Professor uh the Puciano or the Zigzagoon yeah. to uh say Professor Birch, they have a chance of being shiny too. And the and you want to know what the messed up part is for the re-releases of Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. That Pucciano was shiny locked to make sure that that could never happen. And here they are fucking it up 10 years later. 
Oh man! I, all I'm telling you is that when I saw the when I saw the thing the, with the the, the forbidden Gyarados, carrot. When I, when don't I, you especially since shiny hunters are a thing. Don't fucking taunt them Stupid. with an uncatchable shiny. Here's the, here's the worst fucking part is that people are actually catching shinies right in the beginning of the fucking game. That's that's unheard of. Like most people, like they'll go further on in the game before they start looking for shinies. They're catching them right in the fucking beginning of the game. Like, what the fuck? And here I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I'm going to get my fifth shiny because of this fucking Gyarados. Like, and that's going to be my second one. (laughs) Speaking of which, hey, guess what? That shiny Geodude finally fucking hatched. (laughs) You know what's even what pisses me off? I decided, okay, she's okay. She's finally mine. What's next? Okay. Abra, sure. One fucking egg. Literally one! I went hatching Abras and I realized I had one in my Pokebank. A shiny one. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, why are you in there? Why are you paying attention? So I haven't emptied my, uh, I haven't even touched my Pokebank in fucking eons. I gotta move that shit. My home, I, I should, my Pokemon home has like, has all my shinies my in home, it now. My home just re-upped. That was fun, mm-hmm. randomly getting that message. Oh, let's talk about the fucking... Uh, Disney Plus, my Disney Plus re-upped and they upped it to, it's $80 a month now. Or 80, not a month, $80 a year now. I was going to say 80 a month. You can, I think we'll all drop it it's, then. It's $80 yeah, a year. That's, that's more. That's a fucking nope. A year. But then I'm thinking about it, I'm like, with all the movies that are on there with, you know, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, like all the new movies that are like getting released pretty fucking quickly on there, I guess it's worth it. I don't go to movie theaters anymore, so it's like... That's basically a lot of people like the, the same thing the with theater. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll got t- Crunchyroll typically uh, umped their prices too. What happened? Cool. Okay, okay. What happened with them? Uh, they merged with Funimation officially. No, 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 no. I understand that, but some people have been coming out saying that they're dropping it because of some sort of trans thing. Oh no, no, no. no. Okay, so they so for the last couple of years, uh. Crunchyroll has uh been on the works of a new car a new original cartoon called High Guardian Spice. Oh my god. So I'm so tired of seeing that on fucking YouTube. Everyone's bitching about that fucking series. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. The reason oh. the re- the reason why people were angry about it originally was because Crunchyroll had declared that the money that or at least they tried to explain to the customers that the money that they get helps support uh uh, uh, Japanese and Asian uh, studios all around the world. That's where the money is going. That's what they said that was going. Okay. Right. Right. They didn't had the money to make Hard Guardian Spice until they started getting money from for, and making oh. High Guardian Spice. So many people feel duped and think that all the money that they claimed that were going to these studios actually went into the creation of High Guardian Spice. Now. The the opening trailers for High Guardian Spice weren't very good by majority people, and this thing because of it wasn't shown for the next two years. <laughs> yeah, this thing is over three years old, man. Jesus fucking Christ! It got its original trailer released almost three years ago, and was only released this year. That's insane. And it's fucking insane. Most people who most people who have seen it, they rip the shit apart because I the, it. the the story is bland, the characters are bland, and that's kind of sad. Given Stupid that it's, a, it's a real it's a remix, 
So it is. It's it really it's it's, it, it's a it's a CalArts it's a CalArts uh, anime mix. Steven it Universe tries so hard to be anime, and bullshit. it really, really isn't. Like you can, dude. One of their most popular characters is some short midget girl with a giant hammer. It's like go sell stupid somewhere else. People <laughs> like oh no. And I thought this. it was I thought it was some sort of trans issue because somebody they're, was complaining they're, call, they're calling it transphobic because one of the char- one of the episodes there was a dude that is actually who he he's a trans dude right okay and he's he, he has some connection to the story and people think the people were writing on because he the delivery and uh was just it was bland it was just bland. And people nice. who were defending it, calling it that his story was emotional. And it was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was really, really bland. Well, it's funny because it's like the, the people who are, who are getting called transphobic over it. Some people are saying that, like, if you have a problem with trans people in anime, like, what are you doing? Like, everything, like, from Demon Slayer to fucking One Piece to fucking there's trans in like every he's like anything any time that there's a uh, somebody a transformation or somebody being put into a different body like that is trans like you're that's what they're saying and I'm like oh, I, mean, I mean that's broad, not at all broadening that term but as far as humanly possible sure if you want to stretch yeah. it super to the sentai far- is then considered trans well the demon slayer one is because the fucking um, creator is like he openly goes by like like different pronouns I guess I don't know but so Demon Slayer not so much but like Fucking they're, they're saying like Hakusho show is trans yeah <laughs> well okay first what? off One Piece actually is because they had oh, Luffy, I know. Luffy wouldn't be fucking alive if it wasn't for the fucking trans pirate like <laughs> to be fair the manga of Sailor Moon actually does have trans characters okay no I'm I'm saying yeah like do if we if we really want to go about but it, but if if you look at some of the major animes, it's everywhere. Well, see, the moon was a major anime at one point. I'm saying well, it was because you know it's the highlight but, of but the, the day. That's what I'm saying. So like their argument is is like, how could you have a problem with trans people in like anime? And I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> I'm like, be, okay, be, because they they <laughs> throw that problem out when people actually have legitimate criticism over this over sort of this thing. Stuff. So, of course, yeah. they have to use the trans thing as a scapegoat. Fall back so like, on it. He's like, of course, you must hate trans people. No, your performance up the whole thing is literally bland as shit. Yeah, that'd, get, that'd have a problem. It's I, boring. You're boring people. Dude, yeah. their fight scenes are fucking boring. Their fight how you, scenes. How do you... How are you going to an here's the, here's the thing. Like, it looks all cutesy and everything... And then it has a rated mature rating. No, no, let's not call it anime. It's phone anime. It's, it's not, not real anime. It's, An- it's Avatar anime. It's Animu. It's Animu. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Anime how are you going to run an anime company and then not release an anime? Like, <laughs> because it, because Crunchyroll is technically a Western based company. Yeah, it's not. I guess, I guess. It, it's it's not an Eastern based. So well, speaking of anime, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, check out Arcane. Yeah, I hear all sorts of good shit about it. We'll I, get more into that later I, when we talk about the myriad of fucking secret layers, because that's another thing we get to talk about. Because holy fuck, it never ends. Anyway, yeah, stay on track here. <laughs> like now that y'all have nerded out about your shit. I'm going to grab the reins, the bebop, and we're going to go fucking 
We're gonna go for Burn bounty the heads. spike seagull into this shit. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, I watched the first three episodes of Cowboy Bebop, the Netflix series, because I was going to give it the old college try. I had to. I couldn't not do this. I've been a fan of that fucking series for eons. Anybody who was, anybody who knows me, understands this, and I own the series on DVD. We'll start in the base level. Uh, the aesthetics are there. Um, the, 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 the teaser trailer thing was, does not show effectively the, the, the meat and potatoes of the actual series. Um, I watched three episodes in. I'm assuming Faye Valentine will come back. Uh, spoilers for anybody. I mean, we're being nice about this because I'm actually going to get into the actual bones of this. Uh, Faye does show up on the first episode uh, as kind of a one-off because she's going after a different bounty than they are, but it's related to the bounty that they are chasing after. This focuses more on Spike and Jet um, and their relationships early on in their career. Um, fight scenes are well choreographed. Everything feels relatively fluid. Uh, the character um, the character tropes are played very effectively, at least for Jet. Jet's character is effectively gruff and surly. I don't give a shit about his skin color. The character's played well. That's all I, I've ever cared about. Okay. I've only watched 15 minutes, but I'll give you my, my theory on that one. I, Go ahead. It might change, but yeah. So, I like Spike. I do. Because the whole, like, aloof, stupid, I show up, I he, he, like, he knows he's supposed to be there, and pretends like he doesn't know why he's there. No, like, no. That's, <laughs> I, you and I are on the same wavelength. Perfect. Like, Played to a T. It was perfect. The character tropes are done very well, and yeah. I and what wasn't there in the tra- in the teaser is there in in the series so far. Yeah. The dynamic um, the dynamic between Jet and Spike is good. It's where it I needs like to be. That. Is it perfect? No, because there needs to be a little bit more uh, ambivalence between the two of them. Yeah. Jet needs to be like the absent father figure. He's way too grindy in the, you know, you need to be here and helping me in this. But it's still there. The dynamic's there, but it's a lot more in in your face than it would be in the anime. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't act like Spike's dad where he does in the anime, I feel. Well, he doesn't feel like right. Spike's elder. That's that he, you he like feel like his e- yeah, he feels like his equal in this show, which I don't like I said I'm 15 minutes into this and you can pick this you can pick most of this dynamic up. I don't like how he acted in the first 15 minutes like the act his act the char- like the actor's actual acting Jet? his performance yeah his performance like i liked his lines i liked not not really his lines but like his delivery of some of the stuff seemed a little off just in the first 15 minutes it might have changed it, further on it gets better um he levels off where it's... He's still obviously a hard ass, mm-hmm. which they're, they're, they're playing that one to the hilt. Cause, but the thing with it is, is this is the beginning. This was when they were first together doing bounties. And, and like, figure it's the midway point before you actually get into where Cowboy Bebop the anime starts. That's where I think the, the antipathy begins for them, where it's just like, you know... He knows enough about Spike at that point where he just kind of just divorces himself from Spike's bullshit because his his, his his secrets are way too myriad for Jet to really give a shit about right. on top of everything else he's dealing with. Now, that being said, I got to watch the series again because I don't recall Jet ever talking about having a family. He does. He does. He and does. This his, this epi- into- his No, no. 
in the series he does. He brings it up. He has an episode where they go back where he meets his detective buddy. And his detective buddy ends up getting killed in that episode. And Jet tries to do, like, everything to, like, protect him. And his family's brought up then. Okay. Yeah. It, maybe because they made it such a background thing for Jet. I don't know. But he they only had one go- episode. We have to remember, Bebop... Oh, they went hard into his family in these. In this? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. In fact, he's bitching about... At the, at, in the first episode, he's bitching about getting his daughter a gift. Because there's a, there is a doll that she wants. And he's doing everything in his power to get it. And every time they get a bounty, they get a great deal of money, but they end up having to pay for damages on the, on Spike's the bounty. Because Spike's an idiot. They, yeah, because Spike's a moron. And they either, either kill the majority of the bounty, right. or they do enough property damage where they end up with less. Like, the, the first the first bounty they pull in, they only get a, a, a hundred, uh, well, I think it's called Wulongs. Mm-hmm. 100K Wulongs. And it's not even enough to pay, to pay for gas and food. Right. And it's just like, that's that's them to the T. So like they're playing it very effectively. The thing I think people are really irritated about is because it's live action and it's not translated well if you're going from animated where you can do a lot more. In, let's all be honest. In animation, you can do so much more than you can in live action. So a lot well, of the action scenes have to be choreographed in physical in physical reality because you have to. Either if even if it's wire fighting, you can still kind of understand it's not real. Whereas the suspension of disbelief for animation is so much easier because you can be as off the fucking cuff as possible. But that's completely related to budget. Absolutely. You have to remember that because real life CGI budget oh, is yeah. way more expensive than an animation budget. Absolutely. But you can get the same effect. Like You can literally make a live action into an anime if you have the budget. Right. Like that's what it comes down to. I spoke with... Uh <clears throat> with a friend of mine about uh, something like that. Uh, the thing, per- personally for me, is the idea that you, if you're going to take something like an anime and make a live-action series out of it, you're going to have to do your best to make me feel like that is the legit thing because the idea of the live-action series is that you're taking something fake, fictional, and, and giving bring, it, f- give it and give it a realistic perspective. So right. I want to be able to feel like I can be in the world of Cowboy Bebop and be there with its characters, its plot, its story, its well, world. Within the first fifteen minutes, one hundred percent, you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and and the funny thing is, is my complaint on the spoiler was I didn't feel the tech was represented effectively. I don't have that problem anymore. Okay. The Bebop is put into sharp relief. It shows you exactly where they are technologically. It feels effectively um, grimdark in the places it needs to be. And the music... Ugh. Well, the music's never been a problem. The music's never been a problem because it's, it's Tank. Okay. And, it, and, it, and, and the extended soundtrack on that, they ran right with it. There was nothing... Any creative liberties they took, I never really paid attention to them because um, they managed to make the Tank opening live action and still have the notes from the animated one. I felt like I was watching an IRL version of the animated tank opening. It was gorgeous. It felt great. Getting into the meat and potatoes of the actual um, the inner workings, uh, the practical effects and costuming was decent. Jet felt effectively metal enough in the right places. Uh, Spike, I'm still 50-50 on his attire. His outfit looks perfect. It's his hair that's kind of fucking with yeah. me. He, he's too curly. Yeah. I don't think Spike Spiegel has curly hair. I think he just has messy hair. 
and they went leaned more into the curl as opposed to the, the messy part but it doesn't take away from the aesthetic of the character because he plays it effectively the character and they and and I and I guess I didn't take this into account he really does have an obsession with noodles and they play, but mm-hmm. he's also using it as a cover for his um the stuff that he's looking into in the background like I said these are spoilers so if you didn't want to hear about it cover your fucking ears um this is at the beginning shortly after he starts working with Jet He's been gone. For, he's been dead for three years after the incident with uh, Vicious and the Syndicate, and he's just coming back out into the woodworks where the Syndicate's finding out that he still, still exists. Alive. Yeah, because he, ten, he spoilers. He's actually Vicious's brother. If you didn't already know this, and his actual name isn't Spike Spiegel. That's a name he's going by. I can't remember his name because my brain keeps calling him Righteous, but that's not his name. Ask um, Julia. <laughs> it's um be, he's supposed to be basically the he's supposed to be the fl- other side of the coin to vicious because vicious doesn't have a real name vicious's name is vicious vicious yeah um red dragon sign yeah Uh, black criminal swordfish no no fearless his real name is fearless what is he jet lee I mean the character is kind of based off of it if you want to be honest and actually Mm -hmm. his fighting style Um, but no it's (laughs) supposed to be it's the brothers vicious and fearless that's their names in the syndicate. Yeah. So, yeah. And it makes perfect sense if you look at the way their characters are. Spike is very, like, lackadaisical. Like, he has no fear because he doesn't give a shit. Right. And it plays in the character. So his, his real name is Fearless, but he when he when he went under... Um, he doesn't give a shit because his heart's been broken. Well, yes, because at that point, um, Julia's married to Vicious. Yeah. And the stuff with the syndicate apparently at that point. I forgot she also betrays him, right? Eventually, yeah. but that's only because he right, betrays her. Yeah. Yep. He ends up. <laughs> he's he's doing a drug trafficking thing on the back in the background. The elders find out about it. They drag his ass in, and um, if for questioning, and they give him a gun and say, "You have to kill you." There needs to be retribution. There needs to be equivalent exchange for this. You need to kill your wife, and he pull, has to pull a gun on her, and they make him pull the trigger. It's empty. But it doesn't matter at that point. She's already feels betrayed at that point because he fucking yeah. attempted to kill her. She she leaves him, like leaves Vicious, and then she is trying to search for Vicious and ends up running into Spike again. And she doesn't want she doesn't want Spike to kill Vicious. Like she's trying her hardest not to do that. But at the same time, she's trying to find Vicious for some whatever retribution she needs to get from him. Which is so bizarre because it's like so she, like she's in love with Spike. But she's still in love with Vicious. Well, they're married, so that's right. the reason why. Yeah, but she doesn't want Spike to kill Vicious, but she knows Vicious and Spike are going to kill each other. Which like, doesn't matter anyway, because she eventually dies herself. Right, right. So... Yeah, the, at the end of every Vicious, Julia. I'm 90% sure Vicious is the one that actually kills her. Yeah. I'm at the Right before, like, in the first part of Real Folk Blues, 
And then in the second part, that's when that's after Spike loses his mind, finds yeah. out she's dead, and then they go at it at the, at the yeah, church. Yeah, he goes on a suicide mission. Yeah. <laughs> Faye finds out she wants to go and help him out. But... Yeah, but Faye's too late by the time it happens. And Spike, I think, pretty sure both of them end up dying. Spike ends up falling yeah, off of the Spike dies. Yeah, off the edge of the the cathedral. That was so. that was a great duel at the end too. Dude, um, Real Folk Blues was the it, both parts were oh it was probably two it was of my phenomenal episodes yeah a masterpiece of a masterpiece finish to a, a a grand series as you were on the live action yeah anyway sorry um, <laughs> practical I, I love Cowboy Bebop so there's a good there. there's a good melding of practical effects with uh, the CGI um, the characters like I said other than the hair everything about Spike is effective uh, Jet looks like Jet. And as far as I'm concerned, that's live action jet. No one's going to tell me otherwise. They're, they're, I don't think anybody can do his, because like his affectation and everything feels sufficiently jet. And, and and it all makes sense if you put it in the contrast to this. This is happening prior to the Cowboy Bebop real folk blues, blues arc. Yeah. This is them getting to that point because you find he gets, um, the, the whole Ein thing plays out here. Um, really? in part yes um i don't I, from what i'm told ed's not coming in until the second season again these are all little bl- brief blip cameos apparently i didn't realize this dogs are extremely rare like in that world because dogs didn't survive the the the, the earth catastrophe well that's so the they're actually guy. like yeah. they're a black market item and they're extremely hard to flip because they usually have uh, chips, and they usually have t- dog tags, so people can find out who they actually belong to. They're actually a rich person's item because they're so excruciatingly rare. Well, remember in the uh, in the anime when they when the guy was trying to sell the dogs, she's like, "This isn't worth anything." There's corgis everywhere, and it was just specifically corgis, right? So there's like, but there's her other animals. Didn't matter what it was, they were all high ticket animals, right? So, um. At this point, uh, like I said, the syndicate ends up finding out because there was a bounty that went sideways. One of the individuals they were going for uh, was a person who was working for the syndicate who was fleeing with his girlfriend. And you come to find out that the girlfriend is the daughter of a uh, wealthy socialite. You're not. Uh, is, they didn't do the the first the the second episode with the red eyes, did they? Is that what we're talking That's about? That's the first episode with it with it of this one. Yes, okay. that's with the red eye, and then that. And uh, okay, so Faye yeah, that is makes looking sense. for the looking for the girlfriend because she's being paid to find her. Spike and Jet are trying to find the the boyfriend because he managed to get away with the red eye that they were trying to sell. She kill she kills him um, as they're getting away to as they're making their way towards Mars. Um, in the yeah. original anime, I don't know how they did this one. Um, he ends up getting shot because of the red eye. The red eye basically runs, works like jacked up PCP. Mm-hmm. So he's literally taking bullets and shit. And when it wears off, he ends up dying in the ship with her. And she ends up going towards the gateway to get to Mars. And the cops catch him and blow their fucking ship to oblivion, killing them both. So nobody walks away with a bounty at all. She, in the anime, oh, she and the, actually... and the police in this world, in this version, are absolute fucking dicks. If you try and get a if you're trying to get a bounty and they don't feel like paying it, they'll just tail you and kill the bounty before you can give it to them. That's some next level bullshit. And they did bring back the uh, the bounty roundup. And nice. Yes, and yes, she's topless with the vest on. Fuck. Are you serious? Yes. Yep. Wait. Jesus. If they had that. Wait a minute. If they were able, dude, to there's do a it. there's a bunch of TNA in this in this show. They, they, no, hold on, cost, hold on, they, hold on, hold like, on. What was the problem with Faye in the first place? 
I don't fucking know because they didn't have her because the, her 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 attire wasn't hanging off of her shoulders. That's my guess. I don't like her character. They're kind of playing her a little bit more as the annoying uh you know tag along for the time that they had her. She's still a bounty hunter and she still can kick ass. Along. The problem with it is is like they haven't leaned into her more seductive aspect yet. I because hope they, they do like... because it's she's supposed to play. It's supposed to be the Black Widow scenario where she kind of brings people in to try and take advantage mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, because she's not really a warrior. She's a femme fatale. Right. She's basically she's a bounty hunter only because it's a convenience thing for her. Yep. With everything that happened to her in her past, she basically had to become a bounty hunter to pay off the debt that she got saddled with. It wasn't something she did because she wanted to. She was never a born fighter. And even in her past, with the, what ended up happening is she ended up going into cryostasis because she got caught in the moon disaster. And when they thawed her and everything happened after that, she ended up being saddled with a bunch of bullshit that she had to deal with. And she became a bounty hunter because of that. And they play up that amateurist aspect of what she's doing, but they're really kind of making her more um, martially proficient. Maybe that's something she just gained. I don't know. But like they're definitely uh, playing. She can keep up with, so she can keep up with Jet, but not Spike. Like, well, in bo- the in the anime, she could keep up with Spike a little bit until the point where she hit where the anime hits um, Pierre, like La Pierre, that guy, right? Where Spike just fucking literally fights a maniac. Like Faye was able to pretty much keep up with Spike, but Spike wasn't like full potential. Like. I might die in this situation. Right. But then after that, there was no way. Spike was way ahead of her. And you could tell. But Spike was Spike was basically an assassin for the fucking syndicate. Right. So like, his training yeah, actually is like yeah, that. Yeah, he should be proficient. And the funny thing is, is like at this point, Jet doesn't know he's a syndicate a former syndicate. And he's kept that from Jet at this point. Um, maybe they'll get to that point. Again, I got seven Spike, episodes see, left. Spike never really knew. Like he knew up to a point, but like you mean Jet? Yeah, Jet. Yeah, Jet didn't know. Jet knew up to a point, but he didn't know how bad it was. Yeah. Well, he, that was in, that was Spike's until, intent yeah. because he, he didn't want shady, him pulled in. He right. didn't until, want to get too he, involved until Vicious became like a main point of the anime. Right. Jet had no clue. It wasn't so. until things started happening, and then at, even in real folk blues, Jet knew who Julia was. So yeah. they they did actually converse about it at some point. So he knew enough where if shit went sideways. Spike could be like, this is happening, and this is what I'm doing. Well, so he, it has to come up at some point. I, he knew about Julia as, like, a love interest. Right. And he knew that, like, Spike was looking for her. Right. But he didn't know why he was looking for her. Right. Outside of the fact that, you know, he's no, in love with her. I think you mean you. he didn't know the connection Julia had. Right. To, right. Right. Because he knew why. He, he loves her. I there would be a romantic. There would be a romantic element to it. It's just that he right. didn't know the connection Julia had. With uh, with vicious in them, and I'm not gonna lie, I don't like vicious. Do you f- actually see him? Oh, you see him. Oh, you, you, dude, he better not ruin it for me. <laughs> um, like I said, they end up running into the syndicate, and the syndicate recognize who Spike is, and they call him Fearless. It's like, but I thought Fearless was dead. And one of the they he kills everyone, and he misses one guy, and ends up coming back to Vicious to tell him. They said, I've never heard of this guy, but they said it called him Fearless. And of course, you know, Vicious freaks the fuck out because he thought he killed him. Mm-hmm. And eventually, uh, Spike ends up going out, blowing his cover partially to go and talk to an old connection of his who owned a, um, a bar to talk with her. And. Um, yeah, that's the, that's actually the third episode. Second no. episode. 
That's the second. That's where he runs into Julia for the first time. No, he doesn't run into her at all. Oh, they don't. Julia's still with Vicious at that point, and then they're still married, so she's still on this compound. Well, she doesn't run away until in the, in the anime. He oh, does the yeah. same thing. He goes to this bar to talk to her for a bounty, and she happens to be at the bar. Right. And this is closer to when the whole vicious fight happens. This is, right. this is closer to real folk blues. We're talking about like maybe two, three episodes out. Right. From where it is. But yeah. Yeah. At this point, um, so he ends up talking to um, her because when vicious finds out, he sends an assassin after him and Shocker. obviously, obviously fucking kills him. Right. He's like, who sent you? He's like, fuck you. And he's like, just puts, puts three in his head. And he's <laughs> like, if you ain't going to tell me, you're not, you're not worth keeping alive. And so that's why he goes to goes to his front, his contact and you know breaks breaks it to her that he's still alive and she she fucking decks him for it. It's like you made me think you were dead for three fucking years. And it's like I had to lay low. I didn't have a choice. Right. As far as <laughs> and, and at the end of it, he's like, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, I am dead because yeah. his name is Fearless. But he goes by Spike Spiegel as a cover. Right. That's the name he's going by as a bounty hunter. For you know money purposes. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you figure it. It's alliteration. Um. But so, and then that sparks off the whole thing with, uh, you know, then the whole thing with Vicious and the, and the elders happen. That's when Julia realizes, you know, that, that Vicious, Vicious could turn on her at any given point if, if he's compelled to do so by the syndicate. He, he ends up getting into a domestic dispute with her because he, cause she says, you're not even a man. And she's like, don't ever say I'm not a man. It fucking decks her. And she ends up running. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and there's, this, there's at least two brothels that they go to. And there is a shit ton of TNA just in that. Um, apparently the red eye is that, that scene was dark. So everything happens. The elders tell him to cut that shit out. So he ends up going to their uh, manufacturer um, and they open a door and I'm not fucking with you. It's just a room full of naked men and women who are working at working in a lab, and their eyes are sewn shut. It's freaky. Holy shit! Nice. It's fucking freaky. And he kills them all. So and the funny saying. part is, he's like, "So what do we do with the what do we do with the the, the manufacturers?" And like, well, we'll put them up in a new in a nice hotel, and we'll keep them on the payroll. Really? No. And just starts shooting them. <laughs> really? No. What is wrong with you? <laughs> and then he just fucking shoots them. So there's just dead naked bodies all over the place. I'm like, well, this ain't pulling any punches. I don't know what the fuck people's problem is. Dude, the first episode, the first 15 minutes, they didn't pull any punches. Look, as they, long they, as they Spike... weren't fucking it up, that's that was the big people's biggest issue. The guy... Because the last two fucking series, they fucked up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Netflix fucked up royally. Well, so when you're t- given... When you're when you have, I thought Death Note the, wasn't too bad. Most people said, or wasn't. I didn't see Death Note. But anyway, when you're given the one of the biggest classic anime of all time, you better fucking deliver. Well, so the um, yeah, they didn't pull any. But the first fifteen minutes, dude pulls out a disruption. Okay, first off, the guy walks out of the bathroom, right? And they're they're making fun That's of the this best guy. Comment. Who takes a shit, shit in, the in the middle of a heist? Yeah, who takes a shit in the middle of a heist? I was like, that was awesome. Who pulls out a disruptor? And the best part is, is that's when you realize they're in space. Is when he pulls a disruptor out and he gets shot and he blows a hole in the fucking in the fucking. Uh, right. They're in a space well, station. Well, it's a space station casino. It's shaped like a roulette, and there's actually a little like laser bouncing ball. It's fucking amazing, and yep. it blows a hole through it. And you're, you're, you realize, like, why is he there? all freaked out? He blow a hole through it. And then you see the suction happen, and everyone yeah. just starts getting pulled out. And you're like, oh, they're in space. <laughs> yeah. So the guy, they, they kill everybody. And there's the guy, he's holding this old woman hostage. And he goes, that, and Spike goes, that's your hostage? This old lady who looks like he, she's lived her whole entire life? 
You, she's like, you probably have kids, right? As he pulls the gun, like he's trying to joke about it. He's like, I'll fucking kill her. And Spike's like, she's okay. had a long, healthy yeah. life, and probably yeah. has grandkids. I'm, I'm just... Yeah, she's good. She's lived a long life, whatever. And then the guy, like, you hear the, the toilet flush, and everybody looks at the door. And the guy looks out of the bathroom, like fixing his pants. And then Spike goes, "Who takes a shit in the middle of a heist?" <laughs> I was like, yes! So then he pulls out this disruptor thing. Well, and, it looks and, like they still have the old charisma. That's yeah. a good sign. Well, the, the guy pulls out the disruptor and Jack goes, whoa, whoa, everybody calm down, calm down. And then like, so everybody starts putting down their guns and Spike's holding his up. He goes, you're not worth anything. I don't need to bring you in alive. And they're like, wait a minute. So the guy pulls the trigger and Spike kills him. He shoots him and kills him. And that's when the hole gets blown to the side. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, that, that that was a good good scene. Yeah, the first opening, the first fifteen minutes that I watched was a like the opening scene just just set the mood for me. But then I had my four year old to start screaming at me, so I was like, I, I'm like I, I have to watch this later now. Yeah, <laughs> like, you got yeah. you got to sit down and give it a watch. Yeah. Um, like I said, is it is it? It seems relatively faithful to the source material as a prequel. It's checking all the boxes. As a live-action adaptation, I don't feel detached too much. There's weird moments where I do feel a little disorientation, where a little bit of that, you know, weird nonsense seeps in, the Netflixy nonsense. It kind of goes away when you start to see the more the more gritty shit that they deal with. So I don't feel completely put off by what the, what what's being laid down. I'm happy with with, with the results so far. I want to get into the whole season before I make a full judgment on things as a whole because i want to see what they've done if it's worth going forward because again um the critics hate hated it and i'm not and now i'm starting to realize why i think they hated it because there was a shit ton of tna which, a shit ton which means the possibility of this actually being a good series people are r- angry at right the, up right no. if the critics dislike it often it's going to be the people who enjoy it but again you have to check rotten tomatoes later on to see where everything levels off because again, maybe people are angry at it because it's a live adaptation. Maybe they don't like the 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 actors and it, actresses, it and that could be like, a reason. You know, you're tempting me to get fucking Netflix for this shit. I hate you. You can hate me all you want. It doesn't. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel like um. What the fuck was that 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 movie? That kung fu movie where the guy fights the cow. Oh, Kung Pao and Kung Pao. Yeah, it doesn't feel like Kung Pao. No, it's not. Well, it's not all exaggerated like that. Well, which is which is what a lot of the live action adaptations turn into. They devolve into that like Kung Pao, like everything becomes a joke. This doesn't feel that way, for me at least. At least not yet. Well, I'm glad that's the case. And I'll just leave it. If you okay, <laughs> both of us have a Netflix. If you need the password, one of us can give them to you. You can just fucking use ours. My I think f- you can have up to like three, three, three devices. My, f- I already have like four people on mine. I don't know. I how only that have two, happens. so I might have the extra one. I'll just kick it at you if you want to. If you want to watch the series, New- my friend in New York offered as well because she wants me to watch this series called You. My wife is watching that right now. She told she told me it's really good. She like if you like that's the is that's the one with the like killer. So- if you like psychological thrillers, you know, like I think you'll really enjoy it. And I'm like, I think I, I would, got... but the only reason why I don't okay, get so fucking this, Netflix is because so this guy of one goes around a series. I think you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Yep. So you this you revolves around like a serial killer, and I'm almost positive this is it. So this guy yeah. goes around killing people that have like wronged him or like do wrong things to people. Like he started off by killing his teacher's boyfriend because he was beating her when he was like a younger kid. Yeah, it's it's also uh. About some, about his relationship with someone. Yes, 
Yes. Just watch it. It's good. I recommend it. I watched it with my wife and I don't watch it with her. <laughs> no, no, that's a, exa- so my tentative my tentative statement is and you got to watch Squid Game because everybody's watched Squid Game. <laughs> I heard you need to watch the the sub and not the dub because they, I've been told the dub the dub is, is terrible. Yeah, absolutely the dub awful. was absolutely abhorrent from what I heard. You have to watch the sub. Um, I tried. <laughs> sometimes, it, well, well, like if you, you get stuff like Advent Children where the dub's so fucking horrible, you have to. There's you can only watch it sub because the, nobody fucking tried. Um, <laughs> but yeah, tentatively, uh, my grade for a Cowboy Bebop it's a it's a strong six, it's a strong seven right now. I want to finish out the finish out the last seven episodes, and then um, I, I can give it a more definitive grade. And that's because I posted it on Twitter as well. I'm like everything seems to be on point. Uh, the music's perfect. How many people gave you shit though? Nobody's giving me shit about it. Right. One one of my friends, Blue uh, Blue Williams, she actually came back to Twitter. Um, she goes, "So what do you think so far?" I'm like, "Well, I'll tell you when I know more." I don't want to give a definitive statement. Everything seems where it needs to be so far for me. It looks, it sounds promising. Right. To say the least. Right. And once they start getting further in, if, if things get like, if there's any like, um, continuity issues, then maybe it'll, I'll start derailing. It'll go a little lower, but at the moment I'm comfortable with it being a strong seven right now. Even if it drops to a 6.5, that means it's still palatable because all the tropes are still in place. And you know, with the thing with Faye and everything, we'll see what happens. I want to see what they do with her character. I only got to see her for one episode. So once we get further in, maybe that'll play out a little bit more. Who knows? All I know is that actress should have shut her fucking mouth about that nonsense online, but that's on her. The problem now, and I've said this to people before, you need to do the due diligence. Don't let these, these uh, YouTube commentators and reviewers make your decision for you. At the very least, dip your toe into something like that yourself to be able to make that decision yourself. If you watch it, you get 10 minutes in and you don't like it, at least you watch 10 minutes of it to be able to make that decision. You letting someone else make your decision for you takes your, um, it takes your agency away. You need to be able to make that decision yourself. If you have an interest in it, watch it. If it's, if you're put off by the, if you're put off by the teasers or the, or any spoilers to it then do so cautiously, but you should still at least give it 10, go five minutes, I still haven't go gone back minutes. to WandaVision. That's fine. And I heard it was great. I'm not going <laughs> to I heard it was it. great too. The first like fucking, the first, I've heard the first five episodes are good, but then it goes no, the fir- all downhill. No, I, it was all sitcom-y and I didn't like it. And I didn't realize that that was just a ruse. Right. And that was the problem is I, I watched the first like episodes as they were coming out. A lot of people liked week. it because of that aspect. No, see, I, it put me off. And then I was like, dude, it's so cool. You got to finish it. And I was like, <laughs> I put the brakes on on the on the Marvel cinematic universe. Anyways, I, I I was done after Endgame, and I've told people that repeatedly. I've watched like, Shang Chi, but I want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. I don't give a shit about Black Widow. I don't care about anything that's coming down the pike, except I have to watch the new Spider Man movie because they are they are tickling my balls with what they what they put out there nostalgia spider man oh no they they, they they done got right under right under those globes and they're just ee. we got Edward the Molina, ee. The gl- just, Defoe, ee. I'm like I'm a I'm a bust stop it so we'll see what happens with that they've been very very cloak and dagger about releasing anything and even the leaks were confirmed not oh, real yeah. 
So it's just like, no, they're not letting that fucking thing of this out oh, until they so put it out. so you're telling me Steve Harvey will not be Dr. Octopus. <laughs> what they've shown there? I was horrified oh when God. I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck is he supposed to do? Just go on a game show and, you know, threaten Spider-Man? What kind of questions will be for 500? <laughs> At the end of the day, it's a Marvel thing, so worst comes to worst, I wait for Disney Plus to put that... Or no, it's, is it Marvel or is it Sony this time? Fuck. Uh, Sony. God damn it! I can't watch it on Disney I Plus. I can't watch... Yeah, I still haven't seen Venom, and I still haven't seen Carnage. Uh, the Venom and Carnage movie was, from what I heard, myth. Yeah. But I never watched the first Venom one because I didn't give a shit. Because the first Venom one was okay at best. It was a good, it was a good spawn type Spider-Man scenario. And that's basically what you're going to get with uh, with the second Venom movie. I, I, I still want to see it though. I haven't watched them. The thing is, is that they didn't really do much with, uh, they didn't really do much with Carnage and they tried to play off the symbiote and, uh, damn it, what the hell was his name? Eddie. Eddie Brock, Eddie, yeah. uh, thank you. Uh, they try to play off as if though they have some sort of rom- uh, uh, pseudo romantic relationship. It's kind oh, of like an, yeah. I, they kind of yeah. odd coupled it, and then they took it in a weird direction, which uh, I don't know why, why that is, but whatever. Because they're never that afraid several, of carnage, though. Because there are no. several in there, there are several portrayals of Venom where the symbiote is uh, does have a thing for Eddie Brock. And Eddie becomes obsessed with the symbiote because he's been with it for so long. Yeah, and there's some continuities where Venom is absolutely still still love punch obsessed with Spider-Man because it was the first person he bonded to. Because it was the perfect host. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, they didn't realize that Peter was going to be such a nerd about shit and not, you know, want want all that delicious power that it gave right. him. <laughs> but that seems to be Peter's fucking lot in life. Well, Doctor Octopus takes over. His, well, Doctor Octopus takes over his body, makes him a makes him a Fortune five hundred company. He has to come back, take his body over, and completely fuck it all up because it's fucking Peter. <laughs> Peter can never be truly happy because he has to carry the boulder of sadness everywhere. Otherwise, we can't relate to him. Why can't? Because then he'd have to pass the mantle on, and he would have to be, you know, a successful corporate businessman. Did no your uncle happy. die? Then you just don't know understand how he feels. <laughs> yeah, and Batman's been milking that whole, you know, crime alley bullshit for fucking eons. I don't care. The truth. Oh, you, the truth oh, you heard about that, right? Apparently, there's going to be a new comic being made where Bruce Wayne is moving out of Gotham, going to L.A. That seems like a terrible place for him, but he can do what he wants. He's got money. <laughs> I feel like that would be, yeah, a, I'd be a, the Cape Crusader is leaving the streets of Gotham to fight crime in New York City. Honestly, I just I hate you, DC. Uh, you said point. LA, like is no, it LA or LA. New York? No, it was New York City. Okay, you said LA. You said LA originally. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, I, just, I meant New York City. I can't wait for that to go fucking off the rails. Anyway, not gonna worry about that. Don't give a flying fuck. Ugh. I, I haven't been interested in I haven't been interested in those kind of comic shit in a long time. And like I said, after the MCU thing, I'm just kind of they're I, both I shooting themselves make, in the foot right now. I'm it's just so done with it. Yeah, and it's like I don't <laughs> care how good it may end up being. And like even the people who are like, dude, you should totally watch it. All of this was good. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I like the the definitive end for me for the MCU was at Endgame. If you wanted my honest, it was Infinity War, but Endgame had to be the definitive ending because everything tied up nicely. While the whole, um, that series with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that was interesting from what I heard. Don't I care. Watch it. Yeah, I didn't watch Don't it. Don't give a shit. It's not, not my circus, not my monkeys anymore. That's for the next people who want to get come along and deal with that shit. If, I, if someone asks me to watch it with them, I'll watch it, but I'm not going out of my way anymore. 
I'm not binging any of that shit. I don't give a fuck about it because it became too fucking political. I can't handle that shit anymore. I don't want it. I, I, I said it before. Keep that shit out of what I enjoy. I'm sorry, it has to be with, political. With If I had a I choice between why. Star Wars and the MCU, I'm leaning into Star Wars. That's do, just how I am. Do your so, thing, dude. Yeah. Uh, and like after everything that happened, I'm completely off that too because both sides fucking spoiled it for me. They mm. ruined the fucking pie. The EU people got so fucking butthurt and would not come to the come to the middle to conversate about it. Even one of my friends who I've known for fucking years was so fucking was so fucking hurt about it because of what Disney did. And I completely understand that. But he took it to an extreme point where I'm just like, dude, I can't stand what you're doing because you're being so obnoxious about it. It's like a kid trying to get somebody to pay attention to him. I'm not doing this shit. And on the opposite side, the other people who were I was thought I was in the same camp with who enjoyed the new trilogy, they got overly political about it. And it's like it's a fucking movie. It's a yep. movie series. Why can't yep. you just enjoy it for what it is? Nobody compartmentalizes because enough to I be able can't to... enjoy it unless I'm able to politically analyze and relate to it. I can't. I can't enjoy the frog unless I dissect it on a fucking table and put formaldehyde on it. Okay. Well, I it's don't just, want that. It, it blows my mind. So, apparently, with Mandalorian, the second season of Mandalorian's coming. Not second. Have they ever heard out the Gina Carano bullshit? Are she coming back her or back. no? That's yes. what I heard. Okay, it confirmed. That I mean, no, that's still a rumor. Again, until I see pr- definitive proof, because like there are people on both sides, including the dun 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 fandom menace, yeah, who are like, first of all, congratulations, fandom menace. You've won nothing because Kathleen Kennedy's fucking contract got re-upped for another three fucking years. You got nothing. She's never going to leave. She's not going to leave. And I'm not saying that as a bitter ha-ha you lose. I'm saying that as any any hope that you had should be fucking dashed to the rocks. It says here, uh, is Gina Carano returning to the Mandalorian soon? Specifically YouTuber and Star Wars leaker Mike Zero said Carano will return in season four. The Disney will make an announcement about the return by the end of 2021. Well, we'll find... Uh, un- that's only, what, 13... No, 23 days away? Effectively, yeah. We're, we're, at, we're, almost at the, we're almost at the end of fucking November. But yeah, they, she, they have a month to confirm that that, that that leak is correct. Most people are saying they sh- that, that she's still on the outs, which is still... W- w- with what to, she- be, to be fair, if we, wanna, if we were to give Disney any shred of credit, to keep her out would be the logical move to make for Disney. If they decide after everything, after everything they said and done, after all the... the all, of all the shit they flung at Carano, that they decide to bring her back... You're going to piss off a lot of people. And that's I'm... including on both sides. The fact that uh, the, the people who defended Gina Carano would be pissed off at the fact that they decide to essentially waste their fucking time for this sort of shit. And then the ones who uh, who were her detractors would be so would be so pissed off claiming hypocrisy from Disney not the hip, not that hypocrisy isn't something that Disney is unfamiliar with yeah again i it's all it, it, unless there's concrete statements made by the companies don't assume anything and a lot of people yeah. are kind of hoping against hope in those situations where just like 
like for 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 the people you know like like the fandom menace who are just like you know Kathleen Kennedy needs to be fucking removed because she's doing terrible things so like I don't have a stake in the game I'm just sad for you that that didn't end up working out the way you I'm, there's no Schadenfreude for me I'm just I'm more you know you you've kind of invested in this and you've got you know you it didn't turn out dividends for you I'm sorry my my malice my malice is is only directed at the fact that you've gone this far and have walked away with fucking nothing. <laughs> no, really, that's the way I am about it. And most people are like the Mandalorian's great. I'm like, still don't give a shit. I'm done. Both sides have put me off this fucking series. I'm I'm done. Yeah, fuck that's it. Fair. Anybody who wants to stay on it, enjoy. I'm I'm just not I'm not part of that bandwagon anymore. I you you've you've killed my taste for a franchise. And if that was your ultimate goal, congratulations. I it's it's fucking it's it's flavorless wafer in my mouth now. Be, be well, gone. Cool. Everybody, everybody has to have an opinion about fucking everything. Yeah, because like, just all... fucking enjoy it. Like that's why I get so mad at Star Wars fans now with the the fucking new trilogy, because it's just like, like stop. Like why you didn't like it? Good. Was the Don't... third movie half assed? Yes, because they right. ended up changing things because they realized too late that they needed to have a certain amount of fan service to be able to carry the fucking franchise to actual fruition. And what they ended up doing is undoing everything that could have been positive you if they switched. kept yeah. running in the same direction that Paul Feig or is it Feig? Feige? Whatever the fuck. The, the guy second who did, movie. The, the guy who did the second movie. Yeah. I loved all the stuff that they did with it because I enjoy subversive, subversive na- nature in movies. When you take a trope that has been done to fucking death like Star Wars yeah. and you flip it on its ass, on its ass end and you go, the problem- anybody can have the force. This is not a new thing. Yeah. The, the, what they did with that with that was fucking beautiful because it. I was so goddamn tired of the you know cookie cutter. There are only chosen people who have this, and you know you have to be chosen, and you know this and that and this. It's and not like, chosen. It's the the remember the fucking midichlorine thing that Lucas did and like what what the <laughs> Phantom Menace days. Yeah. It's the the problem is is that like th- they only cared because they're like. Oh, it's a female, and it turns into Ray. Like she's horrible. And like, the problem and with Kylo Rey was is, the best, but Kylo the, was part of the problem too. The problem <laughs> with the problem with Ray was is that they did not. They ended up going and kind of making her a quirk in the force scenario. They did it in the most Mar- Mary Sue way humanly possible. If they kept running in the same direction, and a lot of people who are critics of the series feel the same way I do, they ended up t- turning face. In the third movie, because they said that they felt like if they didn't, they weren't going to get the numbers that they wanted. If you kept running in that direction, and your third movie had the had the same shops that you had in the first one, and you know you ironed out things with Carrie Fisher's corpse, whatever you ended up having to do with that, right. you might have been able to convince people and make that a make that a hidden classic. Because then that series goes from the first movie being, "Hey, this is nostalgia," to this is the new paradigm that we're going with to this is the new paradigm going to well, fruition. The problem, you, is when you they... shoehorned in Palpatine, didn't need to fucking be in there. You killed off Snoke in the second one without giving us an effective antagonist in the third one to feel like there was any value in it because Kylo Ren, while being replacement, he wasn't the, he wasn't an antagonist in the third one. He wasn't I would been fine if, really like all. I would have been was, fine if it, they went and made Rey fucking go dark side. They hinted that in the third fucking movie. I'm like, go for it. Do whatever but, the fuck you want. You made it so nebulous in the second movie, it could go no, any direction. You can't have her go to the dark side because that would imply that she is corruptible and that's not what they wanted in a character. No, according they, to according to them, Ray has no weaknesses, so 
corruption would be potentially a weakness and they couldn't allow that. The problem with it is, is I agree with the, with the naysayers who said that after everything is said and done, Palpatine won. He did win because there are no Skywalkers left. Yep. It's only, it's only Ray left and Ray is a Palpatine. Not anymore. It doesn't matter. She can say whoever she wants. No, it's not even that. The writers have already declared her post the, post the final movie. She is a Skywalker. And that makes it even worse because now, because now is, we're talking about... She is, she is both Palpatine's daughter or granddaughter or whatever and Luke Skywalker's daughter. You mean blood relation, not daughter? You can't have two men having sex to have a daughter. Star Wars. I, 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 that doesn't make any fucking sense. DNA. They wise? didn't make I don't any. Know. All I'm saying is that anyway, they, kept retcon- both- they kept retconning shit to the fucking oblivion. The, pro- and the problem with the last three movies is they switched directors twice. Yeah, they didn't need to. That was the problem. That. They, that, they, in my opinion, that was the problem. And apparently they swapped Paul- it twice because they knew the failure of the Last Jedi. And I'm, I'm sorry, it's Kevin Feige. My apologies, not. Feige. Paul, um, yeah, and he, apparently his trilogy's on the back burner. He was supposed to get his own his own solid trilogy. That didn't happen. I watched Solo. Solo was fucking stupid. I liked Solo. It was stupid. Rogue One was better. Oh, hands down. No one's denying and I'm, that. And I'm, and I'm <laughs> even more. And, and and I didn't even give a shit about Kyle Katarn and them, you know, tossing his ass off to the side because that was technically EU. What they did with it was perfectly reasonable, and the callbacks they did were great, and the Vader scene at the end completely tied everything together for me for Rogue One. I was perfectly fine with it. Do you, And even the weird Leia, you know, CGI weirdness, the Uncanny Valley shit was... Whatever. Still a good movie. I didn't like Solo because the creative liberties they took, I would have rather them focus on Lando because that character, the guy who played him did fucking amazing. Lando was good. Well, Danny Glover. Yeah, Danny Glover did great. Yeah. He did absolutely. Amazing. I want my own Lando movie after seeing that. Oh yeah, I could, I could, wa- I could watch him. I feel touched. <laughs> yes, I'd, I'd watch a movie of you gallivanting around the universe. Fine. Yeah. yeah! The problem is you have to be a horn dog and fuck everything. And I, didn't, I didn't say everyone. I said fucking everything. 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 All right. It's, all right. If it has a hole, it rides your pole. You gotta. You gotta stick with that motto. <laughs> droids are droids are included. Better hope it's got. Better hope it's got a fuck hole. Oh dear. That exhaust port's getting torn. I hundred percent want to see a Lando after watching Danny Glover play Lando. You mean Donald Glover? Donald Glover. Yeah. You said Danny. I'm like that would be a that would be a weird character. I'm three months away from retirement. Damn it, Lando! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I I wish I wish they would have touched more on the syndicate because they were like oh they just kind of threw Darth Maul in at the end. And I was just like, but it makes sense. Continuity-wise, it makes sense because... You're talking about the Black Sun? Yeah. The Black Black Sun Syndicate Syndicate with Maul. I would like to see them play do do Shadows of the Empire. That'd be fucking great, too. But again, they've thrown away the EU continuity, even though they're borrowing from heavily in a bunch of shit. That's what I'm saying. They say they've thrown it away. And yet they're still using it. it. But but again, then then the EU people are like, well, why... They said it because they originally wanted to create their own original ideas. They realized that they didn't fucking any. See, here's the problem. So they decided, you know what? We're just going to quietly... Here's the, here's the Take best it without back. saying we're taking it. Here's exactly. the best. Here's the best explanation I have for this. The trilogy is like DC doing uh, movies, and the actual like offshoots, like Mandalorian, fucking Solo, Rogue One, and that is DC's cartoons. DC has the best cartoons, oh, and their down. movies suck. That is the best like explanation I have for it. The trilogy is DC doing movies. 
Dude, and DC's animated Constantine, fucking phenomenal. That's what I'm saying. But like the offshoot the Star Wars stuff. Not uh, saying Keanu Reeves didn't main... do a good job, but that's not yeah. DC. The outside, the outside version, the outside stuff of the main series, the main titles has been so much better than the actual movies themselves. I mean, that's just it. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not shit. Like, I still enjoyed the trilogy, but the offshoot series. Movies and everything, a thousand times better than the main series. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean that's. that's, that's I don't think I'm saying anything wrong. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> Ugh, all right, somebody's gonna find that controversial. That's fine. I, I sure they will. Well then, Dude, let's... We're, 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 if we're not pissing off somebody, we're not doing our fucking jobs. Well, this is there's something gonna... to, there's something here to in, to to infuriate everyone. This isn't gonna really piss off anyone. This is really gonna more baffle everyone. So, I mean, if you haven't... Okay. Most of us don't play uh, fucking Fortnite here. None of us do. But for the first time in my motherfucking life, I felt tempted to. So, I was at work when I first learned of this news. So, for whatever reason, Fortnite decided... Are you standing I'm just standing. Oh, okay. My ass is hurting. They decided, for whatever reason, they to include the character... El Chapulín Colorado into the game. And if you don't know what that is, it's okay. You're an English-speaking person. You have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about here. <laughs> so, the El Chapulín Colorado is a, is a Spanish international icon that was played by an actor under the, uh, under the title of Chespirito. He, 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 is, a, he is a Hispanic icon in fact chespirito means little shakespeare that's how iconic this dude is he's one of the greatest spanish comedians of all time and he would create all sorts of different characters for people to play around with and one of them was el chapulín colorado a goo a parody on the superhero this guy essentially (laughs) he he dressed up in a red suit red and yellow suit with uh with bug antenna and a heart and his insignia was a heart on his chest his motto and i shit you not translated was you've never talked to my attorney (laughs) (laughs) nice Because the way the way the way most of the skits went or started was a person was in distress and they would go, now who would come to defend me? And he pops out. I will. (laughs) Chapulín Colorado. You didn't talk to my attorney (laughs) because he would always fuck it up. He would always fuck up the job. Oh. <laughs> and for whatever reason, they decide to put this character into a game. It fits in the Fortnite universe, though. You think? I don't know. But it's the most random fucking choice I mean, they could have possibly have made. Have and I'm game. actually happy. Oh, yes, because the whole MLK thing wasn't off the fucking wall either. That, yeah. But... He doesn't fit for a whole other reason. Right. Yeah. Why the fuck would you want a civil rights leader to be in a shooter? I want El Chavo to be in there. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
The fact that he's I, the same guy. Is it really? Yes, it's the same dude with the, with the weird flappy hair. Flappy yes, hat. same dude. He created that character. What the fuck? That's him. Should, don't they, ask why I know about that. Put, it's not going to help you. Then I don't even they fucking, put fucking know. Okay, yes, I was hoping he was going to be edited there too, just for fuck's sake. <laughs> if they were going to go all the way, they might as well put that motherfucker in there. They, they, yeah. they literally have to try everything to get people to play this fucking. And they put fucking Naruto in. Yeah, that like, was a recent one. My, yeah, my that's son a recent was just confused one. about that too. They put, like, they, they put Marvel superheroes, they, they put, put Street DC Fighter, they put, they put El Chapolino, MLK got a fucking, uh, a tribute for some reason. Yeah, great job, guys. While so you're, confused. Let's, let's play a game, let, let, let's play a shooter while watching the history of Martin Luther King Jr. I guess that's one way to fucking teach kids about this guy. I guess that works. Um... I mean, wasn't he stabbed? No, he was shot. No, he, he was, was shot. That's shot. that's the reason why I say it's fucking inappropriate he to was have both, him. Technically, he got attacked with a letter opener the first time. Yeah, but he survived see? that. That's yeah, what I was he saying. survived. He got stabbed the the gunshot. The whole other story. Yeah, I don't think he's living after that one. Anyway, uh, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, I mean, at least it's interesting. It it's is so out of right feel, out of the left re- field. The, I'm only thinking the only reason they did that is because one of the things you get in the game to start with is a fucking pickaxe to break down things, and El Chapulín Colorado's signature weapon is a goddamn pogo hammer. <laughs> hey, whatever works. <laughs> the amount of different items that they have in there that absolutely don't make any fucking sense. Yeah, you would probably are, were. Like, why are, not? There's a litany I could write about that. Ugh. I wonder... Yeah. Yeah. So... We get to the fun part. Well, the the less fun part because Orlando has no stake in this. MTG nonsense. Oh, there's more. There's still more. Oh, we got more. Yeah. What do we got? The Warhammer stuff. Oh yeah. Get on that. By that's all your, means. That's your flavor. Do, do we want to shit on MTG real quick, or do we want to talk about? Oh, that won't be quick because we still have to go through a shit ton of secret layers and then go through. Uh, um, well, this isn't going to be quick either. So. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. So the full re- the full release of uh, Crimson Vow came out. This yep. week, um, which means the commander decks came out. They are fucking phenomenal. I suggest Still highly to get them. You 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 should definitely get the Strefan uh, Mauer Progenitor deck. You'll love it. The the shit in there. It's it's out of the box amazing. Um, you you have to change the land base a little bit, but otherwise, like modifications wise, even the professors like no this this is where about where it needs to be. Um, there there does need to be some things that need to be tweaked about it. To, to get it to kind of, you know, all the gears to turn, but everything's where it needs to be. He did say it's kind of all over the place, scattershot-wise, as far as theming's concerned. Per my playstyle, I prefer toolbox scenarios, so that's not a bad thing. Uh, out of the two, he said the Spirit one was definitely much more streamlined, but it has less lands, and it makes up for that by having a bunch of mana rocks. So it's not all, you know, optimized. Right. Which, again, you could make those adjustments yourself. Um... Uh, I ended up getting, uh, like I said, I ended up getting uh, the pre-release pack for it, pulled four Mythics out of it, nothing legendary. I don't really give a shit because it was all really good shit. Um, I didn't do my usual commons and uncommons because I don't really give a shit about this set. There was more value in the commons and uncommons, I think, in uh, in uh, Midnight Hunt. Um, consider is a dollar fifty card right now. It's a goddamn common, and I have like five copies of it already. I don't fucking understand. I that. don't get that <laughs> shit either. But it's been happening. Like commons and uncommons have starting to become much more coveted in different formats, so their prices are shooting up. It's also you know market tampering because people will buy like twenty of something once they realize something that's popular and in a, in some way to corner the market. Yeah. Whatever. Um. 
And with the release came a fucking deluge of fucking secret layer spoilers and shit that had come out. We have a Dracula Lands secret layer. That one's cool. I it's it's the Godzilla Lands all over again. It's fucking yeah. basics. I ugh, fucking ugh. that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, they also re- um there's also a full commander deck secret layer that's coming out, which is called Heads or Tails. Um, there are going to be five cards that are double sided, including a Krark's Thumb, which is currently like forty or fifty bucks right now. So getting a reprint of that is nice, and then a whole ass. Commander deck, which apparently is Gavin Verhey's personal Gavin Verhey from research research and development for for MTG, his personal coin flip deck has been made a secret layer. It's ninety nine bucks. I think it's like one hundred and fifty for the foil version of it. Um, it looks good. I I would be I'd be interested in it at this point, just for the the quarks the quarks thumb alone and some of the lands because it gets good. It's a good land base. Propaganda and the artifacts. is in there too. Propaganda is something I need. Oh, I got tons of those. I didn't realize you needed more of them. Um, I need one. That's <laughs> yeah, fair. Well, I, the, the ghostly prisons and uh, propagandas—they've been I reprinting them. Pri- yeah, they've been reprinting the shit out of them. Like I think there's like three decks that contain white that have ghostly prison in them just to have them. Yep. And they're still co- they're still at uncommon. They never up the they never ratcheted up the rarity on those. Then again, they never did with blood or blood artist either, but they're still it's still relatively expensive, all things considered. Even though it's had a couple of reprints, it was reprinted in Jumpstart. It's been reprinted in uh, the the Vampire deck, and then there's the original printing. So I mean, it's kind of cool to see that. Um, there's a bunch. I don't want to go through all the secret layers at this point because there's so fucking many of them, and I don't remember all of them, and I don't want to sit there staring at my fucking screen. There is a League of Legends one that has this Ristic Study reskin. Um, and it's, that's the main value on that one. Um, I think there's, uh, oh my God, there's so fucking many. Rhystic study and for like the millionth time, uh, Path of Exile. (laughs) The funny thing is, is that's still a $2 card, even with the reprints. That's a fucked up part. (laughs) And like the fucking spirit decks come, came with a fucking source to plowshares. So that, and that one's still a buck, a buck 50 and it's an uncommon. It's just like the mischief one. Is that the other one? Another secret layer, yeah, yeah, but yeah. They're, that they're one, that one's asinine too. That one that's, had source of plowshares in it as well. That was stupid as fuck. But I get what they were trying to go for, and the whole you know weird aesthetic card thing has been very much in vogue with a lot of their products of late. Like they have a lot of like the horror theme one, like that had the dismember in it that was really cool. So like the the, the and like the the heavy metal lands and all that other dumb shit like. They've been selling, so again, they're going to keep... If it keeps working, they're going to keep fucking doing. That's because people can't get away from the FOMO. That's what it is. It, it depends on what it is. If it's something unique, like with the goddamn... Uh, what's it called? The Walking, Walking Dead, Dead nonsense. People didn't have a choice. They felt like they didn't have a choice if they wanted to have the legit copies of those legendaries because that's the only time they ever be fucking printed in them. Right. Now they've come and, re- and backpedaled on that and said that they're going to insert it into the list... So that it can occasionally appear in set boosters. The problem with this is that the rare chance that you would get it, even though they've upped the odds of you potentially getting it, and they've also added in the Stranger Things as well into the list as well. So those are also going to be reprinted in the list as well. They're trying to push the set boosters, and if it makes it more appealing, they'll definitely do it. I feel like honestly, uh, like I think I'm gonna end up buying set boosters instead of draft boosters from now on. But that's what's annoying. They're trying to make it that way. They're pricing 
they're making it so that you have to go yeah. to that level and it's another dollar on to they're getting they're getting away from they're getting, they're away, getting away from, from the limited draft. yeah they yeah. don't want to do draft anymore which is fucking baffling because you have a thriving limited scene that as far as i knew could you imagine doing limited with fucking collectors boosters fuck no <laughs> i couldn't imagine doing doing limited with fucking set boosters it's true it's been proven that they can't you can't draft with if them. if the substitute if the substitute to draft is jumpstart i'm okay with it if they stay in theme when they do it because why right. i heard again unconfirmed that they're going to not, they're not doing core sets anymore. They're making jumpstart the core sets each year, which could be good. It could be bad. If they're doing that and they rotate out the rare, uh, rotate out the stuff, they said they were supposed to be evergreen. So now what's going to end up happening is once those original run of jumpstarts run out, mm -hmm. those fucking uh, legendary creatures, they're going to jump in price. They're going to jump in price in the fucking roof. And a lot yep. of those are uh, commander staples. Like, that's going to be fucked up. But if they go forward with it, Jumpstart is a much more draftable thing because you have a much easier pool of cards to slap together and throw 20 lands in to make a deck out of. Yep. It is much simpler. So the streamlining is good. I just don't like the fact that I can't just pick up draft packs and just play them. Now, if they leave them as something that they want to do for, like, the big box stores because it's cheaper. Because, again, MJ Holdings is the one who has who has reins on the big box stores uh, distribution for Pokemon, MTG, Yu-Gi-Oh, DBZ, and all the other shit that's Digimon, on there. Digimon, whatever. Digimon, exactly. So they, maybe they keep them just as a big box store thing. My problem with that is, is that pack wars are going to stop being a thing. Or they're going to be a rare thing. Uh, uh, draft limited is completely gone. The only time you'll see draft packs are going to probably be in um, uh, pre-release packs. Which is good and bad, which means that you can still technically draft, but now you're paying in to buy a a, a pre-release pack, a dead format, right? And they and it's something that may will eventually run out of uh, um, inventory because you only get so many as a store. Right. You have to basically project, you know, your your projections on what your draft's going to be, and like even my store when I went there, they're like, well, we got extras. Um, we have extra. We'll be fine. If you want to buy one without going to the draft, I'm like, that's yeah, fine. Because I didn't even buy a box. I'm not even wasting my time with that shit. And now you have the goddamn double feature of uh, box sets that are coming out, which is basically Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow in one box set. Yeah, they're going to have set boosters in them from both sets in one box. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. Midnight Hunt is trash compared to Crimson Vow. Yes and no. The 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 uh the planeswalkers are better in in Midnight Hunt, um, and there are more expensive creatures in Midnight Hunt right now. The most expensive card that I purchased because I just bought all the legendaries. I bought all of the legendary creatures. I every one of them, including the mythics. Guess how much I spent? Thirty six bucks. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's the base shit. Edgar Markov is less than five bucks. I waited until after the release. I looked at the pricing. I put in my order. I and I and obviously I, you know through TCG Player. Yeah. I I you know did the the uh, thing where you press the button and optimize, and it, and I lost and it went from like it was like thirty eight bucks and it dropped two dollars and I got it all in on TCG Direct. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. 
Like, everyone was hyping this set. It's like, this is gonna, Vampire's going to be the best set. I'm like, well, I'm looking at the numbers right now, and unless... Standard's kind of dying. So, so like, the value in, there isn't yeah. going to go... It, it, there's no value that's going to be garnered from that unless it's on Arena, and Arena doesn't have any, any actual intrinsic value. Yeah. Well, we went over the spoilers, and outside of, like, five or six cards... Well, we didn't go over it, but right. I went over it. You went I over it like with five your... or six cards in Vow, like... Most of it was for either art or something for an EDH deck. Right. But nothing was for standard. Right. Nothing. Because standard right now is just a fucking shit show. We even talked about that a little bit because there's no... You lost Throne of Eldraine. You lost Theros. You lost... Core. Core. All you have now is Kaldheim, Strixhaven, D&D, Crimson Hunt, and Vow. Yep. Like, out of all of those sets... Strixhaven is the only playable one, really. And I agree with you wholeheartedly on your statement that you made um, in the last po- in the last podcast with your guest host. Crimson or uh, Strixhaven is going to become a, hi- a hidden gem scenario where mm-hmm. people are going to come out of the woodwork and realize a lot of those cards that came out in the set, not just the fucking invocation or the fucking uh, arcane arcane the mystic archives. Mystic archives. They're going to realize those cards are fucking great. Well, we when we Strixhaven came out, I even said it. I said these cards are fucking good. Yeah. Like there's no like, because everyone was hunting the mystical archives, the price plummeted because nobody wanted them. Right. But if you look at the cards, they are good cards. The alternative casting cost cards are amazing. Yeah. Especially in larger formats, the fucking Elder Dragons. Oh, by the way, I actually have both versions of the each Elder Dragon. It's it's uh, nice. full bordered. There were under. They were ten dollars and under. I'm like, fuck it, I'm grabbing them. <laughs> I ended up pulling a, a, um, a Belladros Witherbloom full art. I was like, I'm just going to collect the rest of them. And I managed to get all of the uh, showcase versions of the gods now. I have all of them. And they were under 10 bucks too. Even Valky was pretty Kal- cheap. Kaldheim was Valky was 15 trash. It was trash, Kaldheim but those cards insane. were gorgeous. Oh, The, no, the gods were, were amazing. Yeah, the cards were beautiful. Outside of like a, like maybe three cards in that Kaldheim set, the rest of the set was trash. Well, because I mean, they didn't focus on anything, right? It was kind of all over the place because it was because of the way they were focusing. They were focusing on more of the Nordic aspect of it, yeah. so it kind of went scattershot. But that means a lot of people can buy into it now, with there being very little overhead. So I, no, I'm absolutely fine with with it being lower on that because it meant getting in a lot of those extra cards that I wanted was easy as shit. Yeah. So like 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 I said, Valky was the only one that was the most expensive at fifteen, and there's even a third version of him I might just pick up just for the shits and giggles. The we fact that they made well. three versions of him is fucking ridiculous. But then again, go back to Corset. How many versions of fucking Teferi were there? <laughs> that card was like people were like, "This is going to be the killer. This is so great." And I found that card for under ten dollars in less than a week after the fucking release of the set, because there were so many versions, it didn't matter. Right. As long as you knew which one to grab, the cheapest one. Done. And yeah. then I pull two more of them in fucking jumpstart boosters. It's so fucking stupid. The way that they're doing it is so scattershot, and they're and they're trying. And I think they're focusing back in now. Uh, and and fun fact, I was today years old when I realized that Icoria had fucking box toppers. I feel like an idiot for not buying into it to yep. at least get one box topper with the Godzilla shit. I'm not a big fan of Godzilla, but it's kind of fun. I have at least one. Godzilla. One. I have two I- Godzilla. Icoria, Throne of Eldraine, and Theros are the three that dropped out. Right. Yeah. And uh, I already have two of the Godzilla cards because you had the Godzilla uh, Biox promo, and then you had, um, there was the uh, the, the, the WPN uh, appreciation um, 
uh, Hangerback Walker, which is Mechagodzilla. So I still have two of them, so it doesn't matter to me. But it's kind of cool that they had other ones, and obviously that weird, uh, the Corona of, e uh, Corona of Darkness misprint, misprint, that yeah. came out just before the coronavirus. So Ikoria right now is hard to find for cheap. Now that it's out of rotation. Of course. That's so, usually what happens. But it's like, it's excessively high compared to what the other ones that are out. That's why a lot of people are grabbing the singles. Like, I have yeah. uh, all the companion creatures, the legendaries. I grabbed an extra copy of each while they were still, like, within under five bucks. The most expensive one, I think, is Loris. And I ended up, um, they put came out with a Pioneer Challenger deck. And they had an uh, Azorius Auras, or uh, uh, of Auras. That had a, uh, a Luris in there and a Thought Seize in there and a bunch of really nice lands. Like they had th four caves of Koilos and a concealed court, four concealed courtyards. That's fucking great for yeah. for under fifty bucks. <laughs> throwing that shit in, yep. that, that that all becomes part. That all it's in, integrated into my binder, and yeah. Am I sad that we're out now or that they're not putting out any more of the Strixhaven Collector's Boosters because those were fucking straight cash? Oh man, I can't find those anywhere now. No, I was they, looking for them. It was like. Might as well see if I can still pick some up. But if you can well, check LGS, is that be the best way to check? They might yeah, have them no. at LGS. Strict saving, strict saving collectors boosters are gone. Caldheim collectors boosters are still everywhere. Yeah, because there's no value in it. Fucking Caldheim. There's <laughs> I swear to God. That's I was problem. so hyped for that set, and well, it fucking like just imploded in on itself. Value wise, but I feel like the th the theming and like the flavor was there. And, like, a lot of the lands still held their value. Like, the, the Snowlands are going to have value going forward because it's just another iteration of Snowlands, and there's snow only lands. three printings of snow of Snowlands right now. Somebody brought up a good point that the, when they released stuff like Kaldheim, they could reprint stuff off the list, like Tundra, because Tundra fits. The, the problem with that is, is they're not allowed to print anything. From, you say that, but the they've done list. it. <laughs> they did them. In, okay, there was a loophole. There was a loophole prior to its being closed that allowed them to print them as judge promos. That's why they were able to do that shit. That's why Wheel of Fortune got a printing. That card is a thousand dollars. Yeah. That and it's foil only. A lot of those judge promos, those were in lieu of payment for judges for doing their job. They got one a year, and they literally ended up commanding prices of above two hundred dollars and higher. For what they were. Right. Some of the most expensive ones. There was a fucking Judge Promo Gaia's Cradle that's sitting at almost a grand. Again, the, there were loopholes in place, and obviously the judges who judges who sold them ended up adding them to the pool. But stuff like Heroes of the Realm, which no one none of us will ever get a hold of because those aren't us. Those are only right. for Watsi employees. Right. And only specific ones. And they're some of the coolest cards because they just do the most asinine things. But that's the point. <laughs> they can afford to do that because only no, those people are allowed to play them. Right. It's just like, fine, whatever. But overall, um, like I said, like I got every legendary creature. I didn't get any of the any of the planeswalkers because I don't really give a shit about those right now. Uh, and I, I'm still collecting. Chandra. At least grab Chandra. Chandra is going to be expensive. Probably. Um, Soren's going to probably be expensive eventually, too. He's nine dollars yeah. right now. His original version. Uh, she is uh, Chandra's thirteen right now. Kaya is sitting at seven or eight at the moment. And then you go back to the previous set. Arlen is sitting at twelve. Teferi is seven right now. Um, the best version of Teferi too. That's debatable. I mean, the best version of him still, I think, is uh, oh, it's a toss-up. Some people say Hero of Dominaria. The other, some people say Time Raveler from War of the Spark. Depends on who you talk to. Um, 
there was a third planeswalker, and I can't remember who it was, out of uh, Midnight Hunts. <sighs> Whatever. Was it, no, it wasn't Jace, was it? No, it wasn't Jace. No, they didn't reprint Jace. No, anyway. But yeah, they're, they're, all, they're all either 10 or... There's only one that's above 10. Everyone else is below $10 as far as Planeswalkers are concerned. And I have to thank War of the Spark for that. Because I think War of the Spark glutted the, the economy of Planeswalkers where it created a situation where Planeswalkers going forward just became less. Like even yep. Valky dropped to under 20 bucks. So it's it's just one of those things where it's just like, man, eh, whatever. But you have to, we have to remember, if you're looking at casting cost. Soren is probably is on par with Soren for four mana. Right. Chandra's three. Right. And her emblem is ridiculous this time. So it's like she's gonna be if red isn't the staple for standard right now, it's going to be. Like that's I'm just calling it. <laughs> calling it how I seize it. Cause you I mean, you lost a lot of the punch with black, a lot of the punch with um Blue, I feel like. Blue, white, Azorius, you're not really... There's really no control, I think, left in standard. Not really. No, black, white, black Clarence, white. I think, is supposed to be the, the the big one right now in standard, right? For Yeah, it's life gain. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have... Um, which focuses a lot of the Kaldheim cards, by the way. Kaldheim cool. had a ton of life gain. Yeah, and then um, a lot of the clerics came out of uh, Zendikar. Zendikar, right. So yeah, you have you basically have your whole coverage right there. Yeah. And it's not an from what I heard it's not an expensive then, deck either. Demir Control is doing pretty well, but uh, I don't know. Demir Control is in the top. Demir Control and Red seem to be like standard focus. But Demir, Demir the Demir players ended up shifting from rogues to control. So it shouldn't have been that hard of a shift once the rogues started to drop off. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. All right. Get to your Warhammer uh, nonsense. I'm ready. Y'all ain't ready for this. How long have we been in here? Hold on. Yeah, we're over two hours. It'll be a long ass one. Well, yeah. It's the in person ones generally are. Yeah. All right. So. Good. On the 19th of November, as I sit here fucking picking my nose, um, 19th of November, GW put out a. Uh, article it says the Imperium is driven by hate. Warhammer is not. This is your standard. Um, we you know, we hate bigotry and racism, and we're you're not welcome here. Because that wasn't fucking implied to begin with. Because you, you need to constantly constantly keep reevaluating it that, that you that you feel this way about things. Because God forbid that you don't do that. You know every goddamn day. Right. Um. To be fair, if we want to be honest here, uh, most people have the attention span of a fucking gnat. Sorry, what were you saying again? Exactly. <laughs> I think I just gave myself a nosebleed. Motherfucker. I did. Well, that's what happens when you keep picking a winner, you win. I know, right? All right, hold on. We'll be right back. <laughs> Unless you guys want to talk. Well, no, because it's your, it's your, it's your song and dance. All right, hold on. Okay, we're back, and my nose isn't bleeding. And I don't have a tampon in it, so we're good. <laughs> anyway. Now I'm not stressed, so I can kind of read this article. Anyway, so, huh, getting back to this. Um, there are no goodie, goodies in the Warhammer 40k universe. None. 
especially not the Imperium of Man. Uh, it's numberless legions of soldiers and zealots bludgeon their way across the galaxy, delivering death to anyone and anything that doesn't adhere to their blinkered view of purity. Almost every man and woman toils in misery, either on the battlefield where survival is measured in hours or the countless manufactorums and hive slums that fuel the Imperium war machine. All this is in slavish servitude of living corpse of the God Emperor whose commandments are at best only half remembered, uh, twisted by the time of fallibility of humanity. Warhammer 40k isn't just grim dark, it's the grimmest darkest. <laughs> Imperium of Man stands as caution as a caution tale that could happen should the very worst of humanity's lust for power and extreme, unyielding xenophobia set in. Like so many aspects of Warhammer 40k, the Imperium of Man is satirical. Obviously. <laughs> that is a great... Well, it's obvious, yeah. And then they give you the definition of satirical. That's nice of them. <laughs> that said, certain real-world hate groups and adherents of historical ideologies better left in the past sometimes see- seek to claim intellectual properties for their own em- enjoyment and co-opt them for their own agendas. Okay. <laughs> That, that, that does happen, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we believe in the in a support in and support a community united by shared values of mutual kindness and respect. Our fantasy settings are grim and dark, but it is that is not a reflection of who we are or how we feel the real world should be. We will never accept nor condone any form of prejudice, hatred, abuse in our company or in the Warhammer hobby. Okay. That seems like standard, right? Again, if that wasn't already implied, I don't know what to tell you. Um, here's, here, here's the best part of this, in my opinion. If you come to a games workshop event or store and behave to the contrary, including wearing the symbols of real-world hate groups, you will be asked to leave. You won't let, we won't let you participate. We don't want your money. We don't want you in the Warhammer community. Okay. <laughs> it's their choice. They're, they're, Correct. <laughs> when you're selling shit, if you want somebody who specifically to buy your stuff, oh, and you don't want them coming into your stores, you can turn it away anybody you want. I agree. But this is the first time a company has drawn a line in the sand like that. No. Without blatantly... Uh, they're blatantly saying it. No. No other company saying we don't want your money. The makers of Vampire the Masquerade did that. Oh, let's not talk about them. Fuck that company. <laughs> the, maker, the makers of, of something that I would honestly say is more grim and more dark than Warhammer is. I mean, you can, you can toot your own horn all you want, but the, mm. amount, of, the amount of edgy, edgy 90s uh, uh, grim dark out of that fucking series is immeasurable because you and I have firsthand experiences on that shit. Yeah. Granted, none of the groups we ever we ever you know gallivanted with ever even dallied in half of the dark stuff that that the dark topics that that fucking game covered. Anyway, so for those who are running their own event, uh, running their own Warhammer events, we'd love for you to join us in our stance. They also go on to say that we've been fortunate enough to support events like Adepticon, Las Vegas Open, Blood and Glory, Blood and Glory, and many many more with terrain prizes and goodie bags. We've also provided staff to help with the organization 
and rules queries and judge and to judge painting competitions and run seminars. So they're they're basically saying that like if you go along with this, we'll support you. Like basically, that, that okay. that's my that's my thing. All right. And then they go, they give you their events team and email people so you can get a hold of them, whatever. So that's their statement. I'm glad that they kept it so general. Again, this is, and I, and I under is, I'm I'm assuming this is in response to what had occurred that you told me about earlier. Yes. We're going to get into this. with, with With the dude. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So here we go. So. At first, if you weren't paying attention to what was going on, like Drew and Lando, you don't know about the events that are run or you don't hear about the events or anything like that. So I didn't know about it either. This is what happened. So this is from a blog that was written on the 10th, uh, November 2021. So this is 10 days ago. It's uh, wilbur.ghost.io. Is there anything extra to that? Yeah, Warhammer Nazis. <laughs> this is just like it sounds. <laughs> Let's get into this one. Some of you may think the name of this post, Warhammer, or Nazis in Warhammer, the Nazi player in Warhammer, or Nazis allowed to parade at Spanish Warhammer 40k tournament, but you're wrong. <laughs> we are, uh, there are Warhammer Nazis, a lot of them. The idea of this, of the Nazis being a little niche of players infiltrating the hobby, always comes from a person who has never suffered abuse or violence or violence in hobby spaces uh, by openly fascist gamers or hobbyists. For the rest of us, the elephant in the room since the 90s has always been the Warhammer Nazis. Um, and that people... Okay, this is translated in English from a Spanish person. This has happened in Spain. So this is a little off, but... <laughs> no, do what you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> Translations don't always come across. Uh, and, that, and that people does to the uh, FLGS, the friendly local game store, the same they did to the rock bars back in the day as uh, I, I am Rage Sparkle explained here on Twitter. You you have to nip the uh, nip it in the bud immediately. These guys come in and always and it's always a nice, polite one. You serve them because you don't want to cause a scene and then they become a regular. And after a while, they bring a friend and that dude is cool, too. And then they br- they bring friends and the friends bring friends and they stop being cool. And they and then you realize, oh, shit, this is a Nazi bar now. And it's too late because the they're entrenched in. And if you try to kick them out, you, they cause a problem. So you have to shut down. That was from the Twitter guy. Uh, but some managers because I, I haven't heard that, that that insanity before. Right. No, I, I've heard that, that 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 euphemism has been thrown around so much lately. Right. Uh, but some managers won't let, uh, don't want to lose any money, so they don't intervene, and that always ends the same way. You stop seeing LGBT or, bi- or POC people at the stores because they know the drill as well as we know it. That's the same reason you, smelly basement dwellers, don't know women playing war games or RPGs uh, they are keeping you as far as possible. That's uh, a good generalization that person's making there. Yeah. Ow. Anyway. Uh, but here we are in 2021 watching how... Uh, Current year. Yeah, how the Televera 
40k organizers sink like the Titanic. That was the event. Televera 40k. After allowing a known Nazi play their tournament, flashing Nazi symbols while they ignore uh, complaints of the people of the players who refuse to play him, the judges actually let him score all the points because any everyone who didn't play against him were penalized with a zero to twenty score. Oh. If you were wondering why I keep calling him a Nazi besides the apparel he wore, he calls himself Austrian Painter. Yep. Like the other Austrian Painter, Adolf something. Yep. I assume he said that because the fact that he couldn't say Hitler is pretty funny. Yeah, he said Adolf something. I read it exactly. I didn't didn't change the name. Okay, make sure. Then they show the pictures. So, in the pictures, there's two obvious... Uh, Nazi ones, both are neo-Nazi symbols, and on his left shoulder, which you can't see, which was explained in some, in some on a Reddit post, there's actually the red stripe with swastika on it on his left shoulder, which you don't see in the picture. So somebody took a picture, they show it, said, "We still don't know who the author of this picture, uh, but we owe you one, bro." <laughs> That's what they said. I actually looked up these symbols. I'm on a list somewhere now. <laughs> I actually looked up because they looked familiar, but I had to be sure. And they're definitely on the neo the neo Nazi and Nazi symbolism. Okay, just because I wanted to be sure. That's not GW merchandise, right? I'm not talking about the awful chat screenshots uh, that we saw in Spain the week after this story unraveled, but lots of people defending this player, doubling down with bullshit free speech arguments. Because as usual, the alt right, as we all like to call them now. Always use the same tricks. Gaslight everyone uh, after killing someone, etc. We know, they know. Um, I have a problem with that part, but okay. Here's the issue with the free speech arguments. I looked it up. 15 countries in the Europe have made it illegal to fly any Nazi propaganda. Right? Anything. Any symbols of Nazism. Spain is the only one. It is legal to... Uh, Holocaust deny, and it is legal to fly Nazi symbols. Okay. That's, That's funny, fucking... considering they were neutral at that time. They had nothing to do with World War II. <laughs> so, I'm not talking about, uh, he goes, I'm not talking about the recast models sold by their sponsor, or banned on that tournament, nor the orc army painted in Nazi colors with Luftwaffe symbols on the Blitz of Bomber wings. Okay, that I have a problem with because the Luftwaffe symbol is the, actually the Iron Cross, which the German army still uses to this day. Yes. So the Iron Cross was not was actually removed and replaced with Nazi symbols during 1945. So afterwards, they went back to the Iron Cross. Right. Well, they used it even during right, the war. W- but with alongside the Nazi symbols. Yes. Right. Isn't the Iron Cross also a, a medal of honor for America as well? No. no. Am I thinking of something else? You're thinking of something else. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there's a cross-related because medal. The, the well, Iron okay, Cross so is equivalent. They to had the, the medal I- of so honor. okay. They had the Iron Cross. Germany did, and then when the Nazis took over, they 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 put the Nazi sim- the swastika into the symbol of the. They put Iron it in the cross. center of it. Gotcha. Right. Uh, center of it or in the four quadrants or however else they did it. But afterwards, obviously in Germany, it's illegal. Um, so they removed all Nazi symbols and went back to just the plain iron cross. If I'm not mistaken. Yes. Okay. Um, what I'm talking about is the organizers banning people in Twitch days later 
when they were called out. I'm talking about the known Nazis on Twitter siding with the Austrian moron. <laughs> I'm talking about Invasion Talavera and the sponsors who have not said shit about it nearly three in nearly three weeks. I'm talking about the zero Warhammer podcasters and streamers explaining this to the community. Here we are now. Well, I'm not really a Warhammer podcast, but partially. Um, I suppose those gentlemen in the UK and the United States consider Spain or continental Europe countries, for that matter, a shithole country. So who cares? What the fuck, man? Who thinks that these are shithole countries? Like, this is how you feel about us and you're trying to explain it to us. Like, you're going to shit talk us for not talking about it when clearly we didn't fucking know. <laughs> the only reason I'm writing this in English is the same reason we need someone with a platform to speak to GW in their own language. I don't say uh, you must thank us for warning you against the Spaniards in black polo shirts playing at Warhammer World or at UK Tournament because they're wearing far-right symbols and flags you don't know, but thanks anyway. Okay. So apparently there's a team of them. Except for Goonhammer. Goonhammer is another big publication. Who had the balls to say say it in their coverage article. They actually put it here. After publishing this article, this is what Goonhammer's edit note says. After publishing this article, we received multiple comments to the effect that players wearing clearly identifiable neo-Nazi iconography participated in the Televera event and was not removed despite complaints from other players. We would like to unequivocally state that turning up at an event wearing such iconography should be grounds for immediate disqualification and TOs should have taken action in this case. This does not affect any of the players covered in this article, but we would uh, we would not have covered this event had we known about this ahead of time. We would like to emphasize that Nazis of any stripe are not welcome in our hobby or on this website and can fuck off. Here's my question. You just stated here that we weren't covering it, and not, like this guy's bashing you for not being able to cover it, right? Like No one's talking about it. Now one person's talking about it and saying, if we would have known, we, we wouldn't have covered the event at all. So, do we want people to know about it, or do we not want people to know about it? I think they just want them to know enough to be aggravated. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Warhammer is not for everyone, while Nazis are at the game table, period. Deplatforming Nazis works. Keeping our space and community safe works. GW and other model companies should have their hands into this because organizers won't. And this, to my knowledge, the biggest 40k event in Spain with 700 players. It's your IP. What uh, what's at stake? Not ours. That's his article. So uh, that's just a pissed off guy that was at the event, right? Well, apparently it's more than one because he stated there was a there were people. Other than him that were aware of what was going on. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people that were aware. So anyway, so Spiky Bits also covered this and covered it before Goonhammer got up to pointing on it. Spiky Bits actually has a statement from the TOs, from the event. So, oh, come on, don't be fucking stupid right now. Let's get this. Load, for the love of God. (laughs) 
This is where it actually... Where's the fucking... Here it is. So here's the statement from the TOs from Spain that English may not be their first language when reading their statement. So keep that in mind. Just like the other guy. I'm ready. So I'm writing on behalf of El Cabador del Wag Club. Okay. That's funny. (laughs) Organizers of the GT Talavera. And I'm writing to clarify what happened at the GT Talavera the return in reference of the Nazi who participated. First of all, I would like to make it clear that the club uh, repudiates the Nazi mentality in all of its aspects. We are a club made of people with different political ideas, some more liberal than, and others more conservative, different religions, Catholic, agnostic, etc. I'm from different countries and from different countries, Spain, Argentina, Panama, to which our passion unites by Warhammer 40K. With this, I think the uh, I think you will understand that Nazi ideas have no place in our group because they are contrary to everything we stand for. They should be contrary to everything anybody else stands for, too. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, this should be fucking implied again right. at this point. We're, we're talking about fucking Nazis. Like we're not talking about normal people here. As a second, uh, as a second aspect, I would like to highlight our deep sadness to see that not uh, that has not bothered to contrast the information that comes. To him through emails. I understand that the fairest thing would have been to contact the organization and listen to our version of events, uh, which I will present the following paragraphs. uh, And with both information to be able to have an objective opinion. Again, this translated from Spanish, so bear with me. (laughs) The facts were the following. During the second day of the tournament, one of the participants showed up wearing... Closed with Nazi symbols, one of his opponents refused to play against him and demanded we expel him from the tournament. Two members of the organization, one of them a lawyer by profession, met alone with a player with, in Nazi clothing, exposing him, exposing him the situation and our dissatisfaction with him, showing the symbolism in the tournament. <clears throat> showing the symbolism in the tournament. This individual replied that he had no problem in playing against anyone and that he had behaved correctly throughout the tournament, but if we wanted to expel him, he would call the police himself. At that point, we want to emphasize that in Spain, it is not a crime to display Nazi symbols, as long as it is not accompanied by criminal conduct. And I want to emphasize that we do not believe that the law is fair or correct, but that's how it is written. Instead, if the organization expels to this person for his deplorable ideas, Nazism. In this, it is the organization that is committing the crime of ideological discrimination and could perfectly denounce us and would have the law on its side. At the moment, we find ourselves tied hand and foot. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's the whole point of, like, this dude's nice because, and he's wearing nice symbols, he's super nice to you. But we can't do anything to him because now it's illegal if we show any hate to him. Isn't that fucked up? That's just fucking wrong. That, that's Spain's laws, man. Once reached, once reached that point... My head hurts. That's all right. I'm saying. This is stupid. Once reached that point, if any player does not play their game, the opponent automatically wins it 20-0. to zero. This is if they are on the bases. It is something very unpleasant, but is in such a difficult situation, we believe that we, we had to follow the rules 
of the tournament and emphasized that the organizers were uh, the most upset with the situation that they were forced to take. These type of people are professional prov- uh, provocateurs who know perfectly how they how far they can tighten the rope without having legal consequences for them. In this case, the person behaves correctly at all times, leaving us without weapons to expel him by not having a criminal by not having criminal behavior. We have taken note in the future editions we will write legal tools in the tournament bases tournament rules I'm assuming that allows us to expel people like this with the law on our part in the 10 years that we have been playing tournaments we have never uh, faced such an unpleasant situation oh my god why the fuck did it move such an unpleasant situation and did not realize that it would be necessary until now which we deeply regret Uh, once said incident has been commented Jesus Christ, this is getting harsh now. Uh, we would like you to know that all of these emails are born from a harassment campaign that we would have received from groups of people with anonymity towards the club and the event. So they're basically, they're trying to cancel the event afterwards by attacking the event, but they didn't know the full story. Another point I would like to clarify is our policy of allowing recasts in the tournament uh, as it is as a lot of confusion has been created on this point, the organization believes the importance of intellectual property and the aforementioned groups have come to denounce that we allow this type of recast as long as they are from a specific manufacturer with whom that we, whom they say that we are associated in that business. Some, something totally false since there is no expectation in the, no exceptions in the policy and we do not have joint ventures with anyone. This falsehood has been launched without uh, scruples, and with and with the clear intention of doing harm. This event is carried out jointly with Invasion Talavera Hobby Shop, to which these lies can do a tremendous damage to its image in front of GW, its main supplier. They want to sink the business of two families deliberately with these falsehoods out of the sheer evil. Again, basically saying that they did nothing, when in reality they didn't know the whole story and the tournament could do nothing. I'm sorry if this statement has been too long, but I think it is important to clean the image of the event of all these falsehoods since we are a group of friends who only get together and carry out the tournament for others to enjoy without any profit in it. These situations make us wonder if it is really worth spending so much effort and time um, that we stop being with our families on something that can easily discredit and dirty. It's a good point. To... And yeah, at that point, why why would you ever want to fucking do this shit? It, All right. It, it's not fucking worth it. No. Especially when you could be, your time could be better spent elsewhere. But it blows my mind. So I put something on TikTok about it. Um, basically you know, giving more information about why GW put out the letter. Right. And then I had somebody call me a racist because I didn't like the fact that the guy was wearing Nazi symbols. Shouldn't be wearing them in fucking public. Shouldn't be wearing them at all, but public most of all. Right. Well, if we want to be an asshole about it, was he not wearing the Nazi symbol and actually was the Manji instead? No, no, he was intending. (laughs) No. Yeah, dude, it's it, a joke. It's I, a, I get it. I it's know. a joke. Don't don't yeah. don't uh, push through it. 
No, we know we know there's You're a canceled. <laughs> we know there's a difference between the Manji and the swastika. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Anybody with anybody with half a brain knows the difference at this point. My, my the, the, again. Don't be breaking my shit. <laughs> the, the thing for me is is like the point that they Clearly made about professional provocateurs. Yes, this was intentional. No, one hundred percent absolutely intentional. intentional. Now, the reasoning behind it's irrelevant. The fact that it was done is fucking ridiculous. Right. This is a poison the well scenario where I don't know if the intent was to just win without having with with having very little um, uh, resistance, which would be ridiculous in and of itself. That that's some next level thinking. If your intention is just to win without having to do anything, what I mean, getting no, top five without doing no a thing. fucking normal person, even competitive. In their right mind, wears Nazi symbols in public right. and thinks it's oh fucking k. Right. The intent. The, the intent is obvious. Right. But the but the but the sub the subcontext is where I was aiming for. It feels like this was this was engineered so that he could to see if he could fucking do it. I don't know if this is something he does in his daily life. I don't know the person. But when your name is Austra- Austrian painter, it's very difficult for me not to be uh, skeptical. skeptical. Right. In the Spikey Bits article that I did not read, I just read the statement, it said that this guy is an Austrian person who lives in Barcelona. So the guy lives in Spain and he's from Austria. I want to point out that one of the 15 countries that it is illegal to fly Nazi flags is Austria. Well, I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> I want to be. And I you mean, cannot Hitler came, Holocaust Hitler came from Austria, so let's just leave that in there. Right. But, well, also to be fair, Germany has kicked Austria's ass several times, so I'm sure even if it wasn't, and even if the result wasn't exactly the same, I would be fairly certain that. Well, Germany you know, is another country that is illegal to fly Nazi flags, and it is illegal to uh, Holocaust deny. If you would, yeah, and that's fair. I, I, I can't. I. I can't complain about something like that. But it's like this is just blatancy. <laughs> but here's here's the kicker. So I look that list of countries I was saying. The United States, it is illegal to fly Nazi flags mm-hmm. under free speech. It is legal, right? But if somebody did that here in the United States, there would be an ass whooping of so much fucking like the, the police would not be called. Police would be called to protect the person that they were beating the fuck out of. Like that's what happens. Yep. In, like. Oh, Why yeah. are other countries this like fucking mental? Like I don't get it. Like but it, the, the, it may be legal to fly here, but if that fucking shit happened here, there would be an ass whooping. <laughs> right, because there's enough social structure where you don't even need to go to the higher authorities for there to be an immediate retribution for the action. That's why a lot of people who do that kind of shit generally have their own property and they're far out in the wilderness. Well, this is so somebody brought up a good point that this is what cancel culture was meant to, to be for. For fucking for lit- fl- literal is, fucking Nazis. This is for blat- here's a, here's This is thing. blatancy. Just if we're if we're coming with that idea, it's just like the Me Too movement. Uh, the whole idea of social justice, social justice, uh, whatever their original intent is, it clearly is no longer being used as right. as intended. But, it ha- but, or but here's you can even point. argue that it. It never was used as intended. But here's my point. Nobody fucking sympathizes with fucking Nazis, except for fucking a Nazis. specific group of people. Except for, yeah, except for Nazis. Except for skinheads. We get it. Right. We get it. But this isn't the first time something from Spain like this has happened. There's a company called AK Interactive that put out an ad to sell their products with a fucking gas chamber as their ad. Spain has no fucking chill. No. No chill. And then, not even that, 
there was another company called uh, Scale Seventy Five who makes some of the best paints in the world, who tried to run a Kickstarter to create a, a bust of one of the Nazi doctors that was running all of the fucking uh, experiments on people. The one who sewed twins together. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, Himmler? No, that's not. That's not sorry. Him. Uh, Himmler was one of them, but not him. No, Himmler was a general. It wasn't. It wasn't him. Uh. Fuck. Mengele? Uh, yes, Joseph Mengele. That's uh, you want to make a bust of Mengele? Hold on. It was, hold on. I'll look it up right now. No, I don't I'm think sure it was Mengele. I'm sure it was Joseph Mengele because he's the one who was most curious and interested with twins. Scale 75 racism. Here it is. It's a... What was it, Mangala? Strudel. Strudel? Dr. Strudel is an insensitive depiction of the doctors who conducted medical tests. This is the name of the, the model. Oh, That's the name okay. of the model. Uh, tests on Jews during the Second World War. It's kind of baffling considering there's a chaos space marine doctor who does augmentations, but we won't get into that. I can't remember what his name is. Fabius Vile. I, he's chaos, but still, yeah. Like I said, I agree. the like, weird. That, but no, that the he is me, the closest. The yes. closest to Mengele as you're gonna get. Yes. The weird thing is, is that it's not like Spain is the, the only one who is, is doing shit like this. Japan has fucking restaurants that are Nazi themed. Japan does. Yes, we you you pointed that out to me. I get that. I've seen that now, storefront. It's fucked. Hold on. Oh it's, my it's, god. Right? <laughs> it's fucking ludicrous. Is it, is it just me or do you, when you see symbols like this you're just like what the fuck are you thinking and then immediately go to anger like how the fuck is this happening? I'm too confused. So Here's the miniature. The problem with other it is miniatures available in this company. Yes, that's the that's the lunacy of it. It's popular. They People have, like it. They have a miniature line, a line of miniatures. Guess what the miniatures are called? World War II Little Big War. They are chibi characters of fucking World War II people. That's that's that I don't have a problem with because war, they're because wargaming has had World War II pieces before, so that doesn't shock me because that stuff happens. Yeah, but that's when usually you're doing done the war reenactment stuff with wargaming. Wasn't that one of the roots? That, yeah, to wargaming, Jason. That's being done for the sake I mean, of accuracy. For, that's what Historical was. accuracy. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. This is... like, one of the places that we used to go to, we call Mecca, um, they have a huge wargaming area where they do, like, World War II reenactment Let's stuff not talk too. about the historical community, because the historical community is fucked. <laughs> There's a whole reason I don't play historical... Like, I have a Panzer III tank. The only reason I have that is because I met somebody who does historical gaming... Who, who changed the rules and is taking, not changed the rules, but changed history and created his own universe similar to what World War II happened in. But people are legit sending him hate for not putting Nazis in his game. That's his like, choice. It's his own fucking game. It's historical gaming. Right. Historical gaming is, are, they're fucking mental cases, dude. Look, they, I'm, all, I'm like, all for historical accuracy. And I think you should be with this because one... History shouldn't be forgotten because if we kill, if you're we're making anime history, characters glorifying Nazis, dude. There's an anime where they turned Hitler into a fucking anime chick. Yeah, there actually is a figure for that. That one was 
I watched a review of that 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 figure. I was confused. Oh. Yeah, here we go. Many were performed by Joseph Mangala, dubbed the Angel of Death, yep. an anthropologist yep. who conducted genetic uh, research in human. Subjects. That dude was fucking twisted. There was all. Sh- there was you know, you there was do one know incident. The U.S. hired him, right? Are you talking about Project after pa- World War II? You're talking about Project no. Paperclip, aren't you? That's yes. what you're talking about. Yes. There was a lot of alleged. I'm not getting a CAA plant jammed up my ass. <laughs> Allegedly, there were a lot of people who were quietly from the, the Nazi regime who were quietly funneled into the scientific programs of America. They actually had hands in NASA. They also had uh, their hands in genetic researches and things. Again, all alleged. It's For not love a, of God, CIA, do not send langley, langley not, people here. It's no longer alleged. The, the Time Suck guys, or the Time Suck guy went over this. There is confirmed reports of these people being hired by the United States government. I'm aware. Again, I don't think Megala was one of them. Though, no, no, I don't think, I think Megala was on the run for over 40 years and died on the run. Didn't he end up going to where they said that Argentina? Hitler, yeah, he had, they said that's where Hitler ended up too. No, Hitler was definitely dead. He was hired by the United States. I'm saying I'm saying I know, alleged. I know. I, I know. This, is, this has gotten more this has gotten more wacky than I figured it would. Because again, I don't Those, know. Okay, if you want to learn a lot about repulsive Nazis during World War II, go listen to Time Suck. He does a couple of them. He does one on Joseph Mengele. He does a whole like hour and a half, maybe two hours of just fucking the whole timeline and just shit talking Mengele. And he goes over po- Operation Paperclip too. I swear to you. I'm gonna have to watch. I'm gonna have to watch I that. I swear to you, he does this. And that's fine by me. He gets hired by the U.S. government. I don't know if that again beginning. I uh, that'd be kind of fucked up if he ended up getting fucking hired on instead of being on the run to Argentina like he fucking should have been. Well, there ha- there's paperwork of him down there because he went under a pseudonym. And then he started using his actual name after, like, living there for 20 years. Uh, well, I mean, at that point, why the fuck not? You can tip your hand because, as far as you're concerned, the heat's off. Exactly. Not that it ever should be at that point. But again, die running, as far as I'm concerned. This, this is situations. And again, for me, this is purely for historical accuracy. Mm-hmm. You should never the the past should never be forgotten because you you and, and Orlando agrees with me on this one. It shouldn't be. It should forgotten. be forgotten because it can be repeated. It shouldn't be forgotten, but it shouldn't be allowed to spread. No, no, it shouldn't be allowed to thrive. But the, it should right, be but it the, should be sterilized in a museum where it belongs. Agreed. Or in a situation like with historical reenactment scenarios, where that would be something you'd need to have historically uh, bleh, historical accuracy on. As crazy as you say the historical reenactment war gamers may be. They are out of their fucking minds. Like, they will... If you have something painted the wrong way, they will they will come down your throat about it. So they're just anal retentive. Come down. Fair enough. I said that the wrong way. <laughs> they, 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 sound more anal retent- <laughs> they sound more anal retentive than they are... Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, which is fine by me. If you want to be, if you want to be perfectly accurate about shit, that that's your own fucking bag. You know, giving someone shit because he created an alternate history—that's again, it's his own fucking game. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with it. The fuck, dude. People being so fucking stupid. Ugh. This is the kind of shit that just drives me batshit, Orlando. I can't say I blame you. 
Okay, he what, what? he and his unit were hurried west to avoid capture by the Soviets, but were taken prisoners of war by the Americans in nineteen forty in June of nineteen forty five. Yeah, and he snuck his way out of there after that. Mm. <laughs> Poor Orlando's gonna. If, if Did he? <laughs> yeah, according to uh, according to the his, according to the historical record, that's exactly what happened. Those are easily fudged, but we won't tell. Like I said, that's all a legend. Okay, well, go listen to Time Suck because he explains it, and he goes over Project Paperclip, and I swear to fucking God, if, if the government Mengele, hired... If Mengele ended up getting... They any, hired a fucking, like, Nazi onto, like, the Manhattan Project. Look, I'm not, I'm not denying that the, the, that man, the U.S. The, the government Manhattan, hired Nazis. I just don't... barrel of insanity of its own accord. Right. I don't... I'm not denying that the U.S. hired Nazis. I'm saying that I don't believe that Joseph Mengele was amongst the ones hired. Especially that guy given was the con- so fucked. Yes, you so know, fucked. You want to know one of his worst fucking incidents was, and this is like, he he one of the one of the prisoners that was brought into the camp was a five year old boy. He took that five year old boy in and made him his assistant, and he had them going around everywhere while he was killing countless prisoners. And then a few months later, he got bored of it and sent him to the gas chamber. Mm-hmm. Yep. This dude literally took fucking twins. Literally took twins and sewed them together. Yep. Sewed them together. And then he would keep one for organ transplants into the other one while running experiments on the other one. Yep. Because he like wanted this- to, he wanted to see if uh he wanted to see he wanted to learn more about genetic manipulation and why tw- why uh and wanted to study more about how Twins came to be whatever fucking deluded excuse right. this but asshole this, had. This is the type of people you were glorifying by letting fucking Nazi symbols go walking around. Yep. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I don't. No. Outside, again. outside of the millions and millions of gas chambers, the specific people and the specific things that they did to people. Oh yeah. And outside of mass graves and stuff like that, which is already horrendous with the amount of people that were killed during that time. The experiments and the the actual doctors during that time, the shit that they did, you were glorifying that shit. Keep in mind because that was okay under that regime. Keep in mind this is while while most Nazis simply did so did that shit following orders, which is by no means an excuse. There's a reason why Joseph Mengele was given the title Angel of Death because he, unlike any unlike your typical Nazi, enjoyed. Right. doing what he did and he was proud of it right that's what i'm saying like it's the fucking disgusting and like <clears throat> to get called out on my my tiktok account and said that i'm racist because i'm judging somebody by their outward appearance because they're wearing nazi symbols i'm sorry no fucking normal i will eat no matter how badly I ever want to win, I am not wearing fucking nazi symbols to go win a game and that's what somebody was trying to tell me Go fuck yourself. Yeah, no. and th- and then he was saying like, and then he tried bringing up like um, pentagrams with Wiccan people. He goes, well, people think those are satanic, or are those are they all satanic? What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like Drew how are you making I, that equivalent? Drew and, then, and I made we're, we're having that conversation the other day where it's like where we used where we believe we believe that Nazism is the pinnacle of human. Uh, of of the evil of humanity because we've seen the terror and the horrors that they've inflicted in history. Yep. 
But when it comes to something like uh, uh, religious representation, that's something that at best you can call uh, you at best it's you know call it upon faith, and at worst it's nothing more than mythology. There is no slope below Nazis. There is no slope. That scale does not move. There is never going to. I will disagree. I will, say- I will disagree with you, and the only reason I will say that is because. Nazism was a thing for its time. That was the pinnacle of evil at the time. And as human beings, we must be able to acknowledge that we are capable of worse than that. Because by forgetting to do so, by forgetting to do so, we will only for sure commit crimes worse than the Nazis. I promise you that because it's the arrogance and hubris of humanity that tends to believe that just because they know something happened in the past that we can somehow uh we could somehow uh act and behave in a way that uh that avoids such a- uh, such similar action. Is it a good but- bellwether? Absolutely. There should never be that should be the bridge no further no matter what. Because right. it is a documented depravity, a documented. But that's atrocity. what I'm saying. That bar does not move from that point. It, right there are like, people there's who no, get close. There's nobody that will cross that that line at the moment. At the right. moment. Right. But give give again. Time makes fools of us all in that regard. And there are people who Bef- came pretty fucking close be- within that. Before the Nazis, it so was considered had their own concentration camps. Before the Nazis, and it was considered she- that the French with the Napoleonic Wars, was the most horrid thing that ever happened to humanity. And now, after the Nazis, they don't, they don't, they're not seen in such light anymore. Because there's always a new bar to hit. Right now, the lowest bar is the Nazis. But if humanity fails to understand that we can perform worse... Will ultimately outside do so. of full blown nuclear war, I do not think that at that we'll point ever it won't matter bar. because it's a zero sum scenario. Right. If we're because there's no there's there is no door beyond that that doesn't include total annihilation, and at that point the bar is completely blown off the fucking wall. Yeah. Because we're at all gone. Point, at this point, I would invite that motherfucker to come to the U.S., come to Adepticon, wear that shit, and see what happens. I guarantee he doesn't walk out of that. I, I don't I guarantee he doesn't make it back to his fucking country. No, it would be an ass whooping he has to take, too. Yep. Again. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. Anyway. This, this that's was more bullshit. philosophical than I thought it would be, but it's a good way. Good, well, good I mean... How- well, o- no, outside of saying fuck Nazis, like, like, why does that 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 doesn't even need to be said? To be fucking said. That's what I'm saying. That's but this, the, that's, that's the point we're at right do, now. Do you want to know why? Because half the fucking time when you say it is actually funny. Because fuck Nazis and fuck their dogs who are not good boys and don't deserve to go to doggy heaven. Sibby said it best. Sibby eleven. But like I said, like that's the point we're at, and it's not even like a, it's not even like a, a fucking like. We're not even talking about fucking Trump supporters. We're talking about literal fucking Nazis. Literal fucking Nazis. The reason is because nowadays people can't differentiate the two because they are so obsessed with Nazism that anybody that is somehow skewed even slightly away from their personal ideology has to be a Nazi. That's the problem. We have, we have diluted the concept of Nazism. Yeah, but the goalpost has shifted so much. You're not even being picked up. You just 
Move it up. That's what I'm <laughs> it's doing. a whole fucking mic stand. Yeah, give me a moment. <laughs> Just tilt the fucking the top up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to unscrew it first. Thank you. Hi there. How you doing? Is that better? Uh, a little bit better. Yeah. Am I being picked up now? Yeah. I mean, you, you can go. lift if you tilt that the very bottom one and lift up. It'll lift higher. It's like a six foot mic stand. Yeah. There you go. Well, good because I'm six foot and more. Is that better? That's got definitely it? better. Yes. Got numbers? Okay. What the fuck was I even saying? <laughs> the you, fuck, were, you were talking about, about the yeah how they diluted the concept uh, oh, of the when Nazis. you keep shifting the goalposts to the point where you, you make it so that anybody who doesn't think like you exactly is a monster that's what's going to fucking happen but that's my problem i agree but you now, literally have fucking monsters when they have the fucking red yes, ribbon on their fucking be- arm. There's no, there's no, there's not even a dispute at that point. No, but apparently we're wrong according to this fucking douche on TikTok because we have judged him for what he's wearing. Fuck but him. He, but he's been he's been a nice guy. So because he's nice at that moment in time, he he should be waived. No, no. you made the fucking conscious choice right. to put hate symbols on. Oh yeah. That is where you fucked up. Yeah, that's Hol- the line in the sand easily. Yeah, that's that that is absolutely fucking but ridiculous. We're, but we're wrong. This I swear to fucking god, it's only one guy. It's not even like a group of people. It's literally and, one fucking think, guy. And apparently a fucking is ratio. A, it's a good for him. Not, not bad too. That's not fine, to be a jackass here, but this is the equivalent of the uh, of the neo socialists who who somehow denied the the atrocities of the socialist communist regimes of Stalin. I actually okay. So there's a book. I'll, I I have the I have it downloaded, but there's a book about this. And it, Nazis were a democratic or a national socialist movement, yes. right? Yes, that's how they started, and it became authoritarian and fascist with our friend Adolf here. Not our friend, but Adolf. <laughs> but that's the same thing that happened with Stalin in Russia. It's It starts off as socialism. There, it a- starts off as perfect socialism, and then it gets it, then it becomes corrupted and turns into an authoritarian fascist regime. And it's not, it is not just the Nazis. Nazis are the perfect example of it, but there's other documented times where socialism has turned into authoritarian fascist dictatorships. There's, there's socialism interesting... is an already authoritarian government to begin but, with. But that's not the point. It, it can work until there's corruption. No, no, so, no, there are aspects of it that can work, but the whole of the the, the whole framework cannot work in and of itself it's, because it's, it's unsustainable. Destro- but it's destroyed by corruption. That's the problem. Anything you you have to have somebody corruption. at the top who then seizes full control. So your socialism in the United States might work for like a week, but then what's going to happen? Someone's going to get fucking like bloodthirsty with power, and then where are we? We're no longer socialist. Or, We're in an authoritarian dictatorship. But that is the problem. That's what nobody sees. No, there, there's a that's, good book covering that's the, that. That is that's, the, there's a book. There's a book called The Gulag Archipelago. That mm, if you there's wanna, another one. Well, that's the one I know yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. That one covers the Stalin's nonsense and what had happened on that one. You have one that covers the Nazi stuff. So No, it co- no, no, it doesn't cover Nazis. It covers Marxism, fascism. Uh, totalitarianism and socialism. It, co- oh. it goes through all four of... The, it covers all of the different versions, but it, it explains through history how something started from a socialist or national nationalist socialist party and then moved into an authoritarian fascist regime. Sorry, I didn't mean and to interrupt you. it's happened you a couple of times. No, it's fine. What were you saying? No, it's fine. All I'm saying is the argument of trying to say... of saying that a, a, soci- that a socialist becomes corrupt 
and becomes authoritarian, that's not true. But it's documented that way. It's not the so socialism and is the idea is the ideology itself that is funded on a it's it's founded on authoritarianism. It's founded on totalitarianism. Same with fascism. In fact, many of fascism's uh, uh, base foundations is rooted in socialism. But, th- but that's what I'm saying. It, it's what happens with socialism is that it might sound great on paper, which Marxism sounds great on paper, right? But in practice, it does not work. So you cannot have a fully... I mean, look at fucking Venezuela. Venezuela is a prime example. Look at Soviet Russia before they turned into... The the USSR before they became just Russia. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have prime examples of it now. And I hate to go back to the fucking Venezuela thing because everyone's going to fucking think I'm some sort of bullshit conservative. But, like, look at how fucking poor they are. And they're poor because they're being manipulated by other fucking countries. They're not socialist anymore. They're socialist by name, but look how their government runs. It's not socialism. It's a whole different form of government didn't, than what they're saying it is. Didn't their, didn't their collapse and corruption happen because of their petrol dollar? Their oil. Yes. 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 They, because they, the U.S. decided to get their fucking fat, muddy fingers involved into it. That And their whole economy is based on oil, right? If you left them alone, they would probably be the richest country in the world. If they were allowed to move move oil and their economy was allowed to survive outside of outside um, countries' interference, right? I think they'd be better off. Honestly, they would be better off because they can thrive on that. But now you have fucking countries, the U.S. and other countries, that are literally coming in and stealing their, their oil. Stealing it. That's what we're doing. We're stealing it. Ah, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, I think with that, I, th- <laughs> I think we've, I think we've exhausted our beating pol- it into the fucking ground. Our, pol- our politician, our politics talk. Yeah, to say the least. That's what I was saying. We're getting too political now. We could go for like another fucking hour on this bullshit. <laughs> well, with the historical knowledge that Orlando has, it, it, fucking, he could go on for hours. Not when I'm exhausted. No, I, no. I get it. The look in his eyes saying I'm saying something wrong. No, the look in his eyes <laughs> saying no, he's going to pass out. Yeah. My eyes are so fucking red I can barely stay awake. <laughs> and that might be a problem. We're not high, folks. We're no. Just, just, just high on exhaustion, apparently. We just fucking hate Nazis. <laughs> yes. This, again, the fact that we have to say this is completely and utterly bass-ackwards because this should be something that is fucking yeah. implied. We shouldn't have taken a whole fucking hour on this but we fucking did. You and said it was going to be a chunky one, and I wasn't shocked that it ended it up being chunky. that way. It was chunky. I mean, I had I had articles, right? And, yeah. And you, if the original poster wants us wants Warhammer and podcasts to talk about it, we may not be the biggest Warhammer podcast out there, but we do have some reach, and people do listen to us. Right. So here you go. Here's the information you wanted out. Fuck these guys. Fuck the actual fucking Nazis in Spain. Apparently. Who would have thought they would be there out of all places? But I guess they had. I guess they didn't get their fill of Nazism back in the 30s. I guess. Well, when you're neutral, I guess that happens. Yeah, they, they if, were you, if you write the, the laws, if you write the laws to fair fucking enough. protect them as long as they're nice to people, That's like what the fair. fuck do you think is going to happen? Well, I mean, considering what happened was it Ca- Catalonia, yeah, or Catalan, yeah, that. Uh, I can't imagine why that wouldn't why, why there would be parallels there. Just not going to ask any questions. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Enough. We're done.
We're done for tonight. Three hours. We're Check good. us on social media and go on Facebook where we have our own our own little page there. You know, check out our our usual nonsense, punk toast, Ragnarok night, and uh, Obi Wan Fat Kid slash. Uh, I no, guess, it's uh, just Angry War. Angry War Gamer. All that wonderful shit. And uh, are we all ready, shit people? Do it. Kind Say of. it. Actually, actually, Uh-oh, Quigley, Quiggles. I love you, man, but you have to give me your fucking topic, and you didn't give me your fucking topic. Yeah, you, you pay for a coffee, <laughs> motherfucker. Give us your topic so we can talk. Give about it to it. us, damn it. So we can anyway. we, we can t- we can deep tongue that shit. Well, yeah, get right and in there. And as always, stay sexy and go fuck yourselves. <laughs>